Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Chewing It. This is Kevin Heffernan on behalf of Steve Lemmy. Thanks for joining us. Got another great episode this week. Uh, one of the masterminds of the show Workaholics, funny show on Comedy Central. Uh, we have one of the stars and producers and writers, Adam Devine. I was lucky enough to uh, do a guest spot on their show uh, this past week, and it'll air in the new season, but um, had a great time hanging out with those guys, and then uh, had Adam come on and do the podcast with us, which was a blast, and we talked about all kinds of stuff, uh, how they got their start, how they do their show, so if you're a fan of Workaholics, you're going to love this episode. All right, uh, before we get going, a couple plugs, got a big show this weekend in Rochester, Rochester, New York will be there this weekend. Steve and I will be there November 21st to the 23rd at Comedy Club Daisy Dukes. So if you're in Rochester, come out. Have a drink with us. Have a laugh with us. Uh, we'll be there all weekend, Thursday to Saturday. Uh, then we're going to do a local L.A. gig. We'll be at Flappers in Burbank. We'll be there December 6th and 7th. That's a Friday and a Saturday night. Uh, two shows each night. So come on down. Uh, I know people have been asking us when we were going to be in the L.A. area, and now we are. So no excuses. Come see us. Then in January, got a big gig. We're going to be in New Orleans. New Orleans. We're going to play at the Civic Theater. January 24th. That's a Friday night. We're going to do two shows, and we're going to shoot our live special there. So you got to come see that. you got to come be a part of that. Get your face on screen, right? So go to our website, heffernandlemmy.com. Uh, you can find all the tickets there. Um, new episode of Fatty and Taddy today. Uh, this is episode 12, our 12th episode, our last episode of this run. Check out Fatty and Taddy. Go to YouTube, type in Fatty and Taddy, and you can uh, see this episode 12. It's good stuff. Um, hey, uh, uh, for all that info, you can actually just follow us on Twitter. I'm at Heffernan Rules. Lemmy is at Steve Lemmy. Uh, you go to our Facebook page, Heffernan and Lemmy. Uh, you can go to the Broken Lizard Facebook page. Uh, all right. Hey, our sponsors are good friends at K1 Speed. Let's give them a little something-something here. If you have the need for speed, K1 Speed's the place to race. K1 Speed is America's premier indoor kart racing center in the U.S. Experience the thrills of 100% emissions-free European-style electric go-karts up to 45 miles an hour. Yeah, baby. K1 Speed, K1 Speed. High-speed thrills for everyone. Race over to a location near you seven days a week. If you haven't done K1 Speed, do yourself a favor. Find a location near you. they got them all over the place. Go to K1Speed.com or go over to the Chewing It website, the web page. There's a coupon over there. You can download a coupon and use it. Bring it on down to K1. Save some dough. When you race those go-karts 45 miles per hour. So K1 speed. All right, everybody. Guy, we had a great conversation with Adam. So without further ado. Now entering Nerdist.com. True it with a guy named Kevin. True it and this other guy Steve. True it from the TV and the movies, and now this podcast stream. True it, they're gonna get chewy. True it, they might even get me. True it, but they're gonna get funky on this podcast thing. 
So how long have you guys been doing this? I think we're like um, 35 weeks now or something. This is our 35th show, so since March. Cool. But we had done a bunch of things, uh, like a, we were doing a bunch of podcasts for other people oh, and stuff. Is this? Oh, this is 38. Okay. And then uh, we did, well, we, we were doing a couple of them, and then Katie was like, you guys want to do one yourselves? We're like, yeah, sure. Let's do it. That's right. So do you like doing it? it? Yeah, it's, it's fun. fun. You, you get to bullshit with people who you lose touch with. Yeah. have lost touch with. Yes. Like, you know, like we call people who have been in our movies and stuff like that and have them come in and... That's cool. Like Paxton and different things come and sit yeah. down and shoot the shit with us. Will Forte and stuff. That's cool. And then uh, and it's like less weird than being like, come over to my living room. Yeah, let's, yeah. Have, let's and sit in my living room for a while. And like, why are we going to your dinner room? together? Yeah, that's some adult shit. Yeah, I just turned thirty like a week ago. I'm Happy so birthday! So when's your birthday? You just turned thirty a week ago? Uh, yeah. No, no, I turned forty-five uh, on the thirteenth. Oh really? Fucking Happy old. birthday! Thanks. I was the seventh, so it was a little more than a week ago. But, okay. Uh, so doesn't count. Mm-mm. It's still um, your month. I'll still suck your dick. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Let's talk uh, about your 30th birthday. Do you want to do it on, on the air? air? Do you oh, yeah. Do Wait. Are, we, are you comfortable talking about your age? Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some people aren't. It is weird when people aren't, when you're like, hey, we all just get older, man. I don't think 30 is so bad. I wasn't remotely upset when I turned 30. I was. Really? Yeah, like, I remember I, um... I, uh, we can start. I, uh, I threatened to quit show business if we hadn't made Super Troopers by the time I was 30. Did you do it? Or uh, you just threatened and you were I like, threatened. We didn't, yeah. we didn't, we called his bluff. We hadn't made it and I didn't quit. That shows you what a pussy I am. Yeah. Well, I was, uh, just ignorant and I was like, when I moved out, my mom's like, well, how long are you going to give it? Because she expected me to like move out and be like, I hate it. I want to work at a grocery store in Omaha. Right, right. So I uh, thought, I was like, five years. I'll probably, if I'm not like, I know you got to start small in commercials, but within five years, I should be a movie star. <laughs> and it's like, not. What? That's then insane. Yeah. And then, it, and then maybe I'll move home. And then what would your fallback career have been? I would have uh, I would have been a uh, just a horrible salesman. Yeah, yeah. People would have bought shit from me. Insurance. Yeah, that kind I would or houses. I, I I think I might have wanted to, like real estate. Yeah, I would have been the guy. I would have had a billboard regardless. <laughs> and it just would have been you know? thumbs up billboard. Yeah, guy uh-huh. that thumbs up and smile with a just blinging blinging tooth. What would your? Uh, it's funny because that's what I asked would your backup have been? I don't know. Kevin is a lawyer in two states. I don't know if you know that. You're a lawyer in two states? I am, yeah. So that's he my ha- backup. Yeah, Connecticut and well, New York. Yeah, that's a good one. That's all right, right? Yeah. He's all right. I dropped out of college my senior year. Hey, I, I went to two years of community college. Nice. I have like six and a half transferable <laughs> credits. This is my dude right here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. true. This is what I have nothing. But he what he, he said, what his, what's yours? What would you be? Um... I don't know, I'd probably, I'd probably still be waiting tables. <laughs> I, no, maybe you'd own a restaurant. Or that's what I would be doing. That's what I'd sure. be doing. Sure. No, I, you know, I know, like, I know, I grew up with a lot of rich people. Yeah. So I'd probably be... Working know, for one butler. of them. You'd probably be a butler. Yeah. yeah. I'd be a gopher. <laughs> I wouldn't be a butler, but I'd do, I'd do odd jobs for one of my rich friends. For one of my really rich friends. All right, so you didn't make any vows about when you turned 30? You didn't make any vows about that? No, no, because any? I... Uh, we got workaholics when I was 25. 
Yeah. So I boom like thirty was like I was doing I was already doing right. workaholics You're and right. stuff. Yeah. yeah. So okay, so we how, had made a move. Wait, wait, well, we remember. made Puddle Cruiser when we were twenty-five. Mm-hmm. But we made but, Super Troopers when we were thirty. Yes. Two. Third. But that's because we were in that fucking stage. Well, like, you were it wasn't happening. I was 31. Right. It wasn't happening. Young it wasn't happening. And I was going to get out of there. That's why. Yeah. When you guys wrote Super Troopers, were you like, oh, this is, this is it? Uh, well, we were psyched when we wrote it because yeah. we knew it was awesome. Yeah. But then it took about, I don't know, four or five years to get made. That was like the cut your throat time because we were still had jobs and you're get so close to getting made and like we had all and kinds you're going of to like all kinds of kinds of like fancy meetings where yeah. you're like we just met the head of universal yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's we all had, happening we had like uh all these people like like george clooney was a producer and we're hanging out with george clooney and it's gonna get made and then you know all that shit yeah just when, fall Clo- apart. when clooney came on board he got us meetings with with everybody in town the heads of studios and they would say okay and uh, george is is George going to be in the movie? And he wouldn't come to the meetings with us. That's <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he got us the meeting. Yeah. Is George going to be in the movie? And we'd say no. And they said, and who who is? And we'd be, it's us. And and who's going to direct it? It's him. And how much do you want? The Indian Five guy. million bucks. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd say, okay, that's cool. And then, you know, the, everybody passed. But the thing the thing about us with Puddle Cruisers, we had, or with Super Troopers, we had made a feature film that, mm-hmm. that didn't get sold or didn't get bought by anybody at uh, at any of the film festivals. And so when we went into Super Troopers, it was – we had a much more cautious – You're snake-bitten yeah. at that point. I mean yeah. it, we knew – because we had gotten into Sundance with Puddle Cruiser. So we knew even though we were getting the movie made and we thought it was going to be great, there was still no guarantee that – That it could have been selling. anything. Yeah. Sure. And so, so you know – I think we, we had more of that attitude uh, with Puddle Cruiser. We were psyched about it. We had won a film festival, and we got into Sundance, and we had a lot of buzz going in, and then nothing happened. So, so we were pretty yeah. – we were cautious. We were guarded. Hmm. We were That's scarred. a better way to be. Oh, yeah. Then you don't, yeah. don't get your heart broken, man. Yeah. yeah. I had a million things where I just didn't even know how Hollywood worked, and I was like uh, – I remember they called and told me that I – had gotten a hosting gig for MTV and uh but it wasn't they didn't say you got it they said uh it's looking great and they're checking your availability and then <laughs> and then the, the, my agent overstepped their bounds a little bit and they're like but it's looking like you're probably going to get it <laughs> and i walked around my job like i worked at the hollywood improv answering phones yeah, and stuff yeah. and i was like I'm about to quit, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like because I got some horrible hosting gig on MTV, yeah, and uh, and, and it didn't did, did not get it. Mm-mm. Went Fuck. with a more handsome man. Did that you was... fire that to agent or what? Oh no, no, I had no one. <laughs> <laughs> I needed them. <laughs> we actually that happened to us. Kevin and I sold a TV show a couple years ago, and uh, the studio who was buying it made a a very generous offer very to us. Generous. And and Kevin and I, we had three pitches that day, and we found out after. The, after the first one that that place was going to buy it, we were eating lunch, and our our manager called up and was like, "You guys can cancel your uh, next two pitches, and uh, because you just got offered this much money for the thing." And uh, I was at the front of the restaurant, separate from him, so we didn't have the echo on the on the two phones going. And I came strutting back to the table. We high fived each other, started planning the three movies we were going to go see. Yeah. We canceled the pitch. We were canceling the pitches, and we were going on like a movie day. Yeah, like, yeah. this wasn't going to movie day. Three movies. Yeah, we, we had, had Conan the Barbarian. Uh huh. With uh, Jason Momoa, whatever the guy's name is. Momoa. Momoa. Wait, you were going to go see th- 
Yeah, we were going to triple down in and a movie did, theater. How did, was Conan the bar? Oh, the new. The new one. Yeah. Okay, okay. The that new was, one. Yeah. And then... Uh, I know you saw it in the theater. I didn't see it no. in the theater. Well, we no. wanted to see it in the yeah. theater. Yeah. I'm it's, just saying that was one of our I triple downs. I should have seen it in the theater. In celebration. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and like the waiter came over and was like, do you guys want to see the dessert menu? And we're like, we do want to see the dessert menu. <laughs> we were feeling good about it. And then like an hour later, our manager called up and was like... This is unbelievable, but they withdrew the offer. <laughs> what? And, well, right. They were like, uh, they thought Clooney was attached. Yeah, Clooney was supposed yeah. to be in it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but they kicked it up to the, whoever made the decision, apparently didn't have decision-making power, and then kicked it up to no, the no, guy who did. But, right? the, but he approved it. Oh, I thought he... The I guy approved okay. it, and then, he, and then he thought twice about it. Oh, he was geez. like, you know what? <laughs> I don't want to give Jesus. it. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. God, yeah. Whatever. How did you get your start? Let's go. Like, let's, can we, we, let's introduce him. Let's we introduce talk him? about oh, me. Oh yeah, we need and we need you to chew. Yeah, the, our 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 podcast is called Chewing It. And oh, so, so all a, of our guests the, chew like a little dip. Yeah. Oh, just a. Yeah, we do that. And then I announce myself. Wait, and then we stop, and then you chew. Ooh, ooh, so a little it's sucking. A wetty. Yeah, it's There's a, a little wet, suck in wet. there. There's a succulent thing in and there. And he's got his chin in his hand. It's a thoughtful chew. It is. He's thinking. He's sucking, and he's chewing. Don't forget shimmying. the shoulders. It's yeah, shimmying. don't forget the shoulders. It's a little sassy. It's a sassy <laughs> chew. It's slightly coquettish, even. <laughs> Yours is very That's quick me. machine gun I do, chew. I like to swallow quickly. Yeah, you do. Ooh, slow. Mm. Eating roast beef. Slow mm. and delicious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What were you chewing on? Do you know? I was like, I was slurping down like a uh, chocolate mousse. Oh, classy. No, no, you know what this guy eats a lot of? Seaweed. Okay, go on the set. He's lost seaweed. This guy, it's delicious, like wasi- wasabi. Okay, so like the crispy, the, the crispy, crispy seaweed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like he'll eat a whole package of it. Do you know what? Uh, yeah, uh, Thea Samuels, one or of our makeup, makeup artists. Yeah, yeah. She one day when I was getting the tattoos done, yeah, yeah. she brought uh, the seaweed packets, mm-hmm. and I ate the shit out of that. Holy seaweed. shit! You guys are like it's good, right? It's delicious. You guys should yeah. hang out together. It's salty. You guys should it's go little, out, dude. I call it uh, the chips of the sea. <laughs> yeah, little sea chips. I like the a couple chips. green yeah. sea chips. Mm-hmm. You, you and I should hang out together. We, we didn't go to college to much college. <laughs> we eat not a lot. We, we ventured. We didn't graduate. Yeah. yeah, we tried it. wasn't for us. Yeah, it wasn't right. for us. Right. We like seaweed. Mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. both approximately five foot eight and change. <laughs> That's exactly what I am. A strong yeah. five eight. Yeah. A weak five nine. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. You, you, you bump up to 5'9 when you're around taller Sure, company. on IMDb. Yeah. Oh, yeah, on my yeah, driver's I license. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I think I'm 5'9 on my driver's license. You know, I think I put 5'8 when I was trying to bump up to 5'8, and I think I grew an inch. Because you believed it? Because I've believe, I've, I wished, I willed, I, think I secreted I can. my way I think I into 5'9. I think I can. The, the, yeah. the mind is That's a power for you guys, thing. you short guys. You know what? The two of us would us. kick your ass. <laughs> Standing on shoulders? <laughs> we, well, we've got like, uh, we've got more, a strong core that we're working. Yeah, we're low. All of our powers down here. I know. Haunches in the haunches. Right? That's right. Mm-hmm. We'll fuck mm-hmm. you up. I still I haven't know. introduced him yet. I don't know if you still haven't introduced him yet. Our guest is is a very fine George Zimmerman. George Zimmerman, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, he can't stay out of trouble. Neighborhood watch. No, he can't. He's in trouble again. Do you know? He, that? Yeah, I saw that domestic abuse, right? Domestic violence or something. Yeah, yeah. This guy. This guy. I don't know. This guy. George, what's wrong with you? <laughs> George, you need to straighten up and fly right. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> we should have George Zimmerman on this podcast. I don't know if he'd come on. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not. Okay. Our guest this week is the lovely 
Adam Davina. Is that how you pronounce that name? Davina. Mm. <laughs> it's Levine. I am Adam Levine. Oh, you're Adam Levine. Yeah, from Maroon 5. And this is how we talk. <laughs> Weirdly enough, that's, this that's, is how my voice sounds when I'm not It doesn't sound like your singing voice. Mm-mm. You sound different on The Voice. It's really weird to me that people truly know what Adam Levine's voice sounds like yeah. when he's not singing. Well, I mean, he's he's been in the in the in the public eye. Like oh, that. huge! Uh, there's right. so many people that are like, "This guy's a fucking liar." <laughs> this is not Adam Levine. I know his actual speaking voice because I right. watched that show. Right. It is amazing to me having the voice, uh, having seen the voice and seeing him speak, and then hearing his music and putting a face to it, being like, "Oh, that's Maroon Five. It right. doesn't make any sense. It's pretty- that, that voice of his is very creamy and high. Yeah, it's really high, silky cream. Yeah. Now it, let's really introduce him. Okay. Adam Divine. Adam Divine. Is there Divine. It is. There it, it is. Of, of Workaholics fame. Of Workaholics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, we will talk about your singing. Your singing voice. Sure. You, I also have a silky smooth singing voice. You do. I don't, you I don't do. I don't even actually. know how silky smooth it is. It's, it's kind of. I kind of throw it out. You a think little. it's raspy? Yeah, I think it's a little. You think it's more like a smoky. Yeah, it's more smoky. It's a little smoky bluesy. Okay. He's got his his singing voice has some edge to it. It does, Thank right? You. Like you don't hear it and say, "Oh, th- that's like that's what a pussy band." Right. Like Maroon that's 5. Adam Levine. Levine, yeah. not Adam Divine. Yeah. Nope. You hear that and you're like, "That dude's got some toot in his oh, voice." Oh, holy, holy ball hairs right. on that guy. He got some sass yeah. in his ass. Yeah. Okay. That dude is one coquettish singer. <laughs> Can you sing coquettishly? I, 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 it's like the second or third time you've said it, and I, I don't know what coquettish means. Co- it's I, coquettish. I didn't graduate college. We've already neither did he. This. Neither did he. Yeah. He's got fifteen years to learn the word coquettish. I guess you're on right. Me. You're that's, right. Yeah, that's, he learned it last year. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. You learned that in your forty fourth year. Yeah, yeah, really. Adam, that's what they teach. I got you. a few years left to, to oh, lock yeah. that one down. You should. Well, you'll forget it now, and then when you're forty four, somebody's gonna. Throw coquettish your way, yeah, and it's going to all come rushing back to you. It'll sink in, yeah. What fit. is the definition of coquettish? Coquettish is like that, like that, that like shy flirtiness, like flirtatiousness, <laughs> where you're, you're, it's, it's like very like. Oh, I don't even know what it means. Oh, you know, I'm blinking quickly right now. Like, oh, you mm. don't say, okay, Mister okay. Divine. Mm. Okay, okay. Well, you have to be batting like your a eyes. southern. You have to be <laughs> yeah. a, a, a bar. The only way you could do it is if you're like <laughs> from the deep south. Yeah. Plantation living with lemonade in your hand. Would you like to come sit on my porch, Mister mm. Divine? Yeah, a lot of porch sitting. <laughs> yeah, and 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 pink lemonade sipping, yes. sipping and sitting. Okay. that's what it is. It's like right. batting your. I think he's got eyes. more sass than that, though. He's got more okay. sass. Yeah, that's your opinion. Okay, all right, fine. Oh, you think my singing is like it's delicious? Um, we worked together recently. I know we did. I know. Well, I am I a liberty to discuss that, or is that uh, yeah? Okay, yeah. I told you I was jealous. Work. I told you because I, yeah. I I love the show Workaholics, yeah. which I I've mentioned. Thanks, yeah, yeah, to Adam. And um, but I was curious about the um the order of operations for the last two weeks for you and I because okay. let's just okay. let's just walk down memory lane. <laughs> I think he's kind of come at you for first. A I offered you oh, a part shit. in the movie that yeah. I'm directing, uh-huh, so that's yes. cool. <laughs> yes. Oh no. And then I invited you to be on our podcast. So that's cool. Sure. Yeah. And then the following week, you asked Heffernan to be on Workaholics. But why do you think it was my, him, though? My favorite. He, he, why he, he pulls the, the fucking strings on oh, that show. Oh, he does? He yeah. does over there? He pulls I'm the strings on the show. Over there, okay. Yeah. And it, I, I, Admittedly, it's all my show. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> And I, I was I was jealous, but I just wanted to know if that was your way of saying thank you to all the stuff. <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah, that was my way of saying thank you to, do you know to what, Steve Lemmy. Dude, do you, I, I have so much more history with that show than you. My brother works on that show. His brother is a, a staple of the show until he my, left us. My brother runs that show. Not, n- now, no, not, not, really. not anymore. Now he's yeah. Cameron Crowe's 
boy. I guess he is. I guess he yeah. is. You're right. We've had him on the show. He's a, he's a great guy. He's a good guy. He's, yeah. He keeps the mood light. He really does. Yeah. He's always whipping his dick out. I've seen his dick. Have you? So many times. More than me, probably. Really? <laughs> I don't know. I'm Maybe. wondering. Pat, Maybe. Pat claims to have a big, a big head on his penis. Uh, it's always so quickly. It's always like I turn the corner and his dick's out and he's jiggling it. <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm trying to act in a scene and I have to like duck back out. And uh-huh. like, um, Do you ever have the urge to touch it? I've hit it. You, you hit that shit? Uh, I, not, the, not the head. He, he pulled his balls out and uh, <laughs> was like showing me his balls. And I like was supposed to like enter this room and grab something and dart back out. And we're shooting a scene. Sure. Right. And uh, he's like holding... Metal. I don't know what his job uh, actually right. entails, yeah. but yeah. something stand, heavy. Some sort of yeah, C-stand. Some sort of stand. Yeah. And, uh, and he's, his dick's <laughs> out, and he's just like <laughs> pointing down, and I just whapped it really hard. and uh, Nice. Got him. Bingo. <laughs> One for the atom. Do you, do you miss uh, having Pat Heffernan? I do. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> is he, like, of the crew guys, is he your best friend? Because he says you're his best friend. He did? He said that? He, to me, he did. Oh, yeah, he did. In secrecy. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Uh, he tells me As far as the crew guys goes, I'd say I'd say. Or, like, uh, as Pat the Heffernan. workaholic guys, like, as the, the stars of the show, you're saying? Is he saying Adam is his best friend of the stars of the show, or you're saying... Uh, yeah. <laughs> that would make that would make sense. We we have a, a, a bond, me and Pat. Okay. Just because he, he gives me shit. Yeah. It gives me is, shit he, too, is he but. the only one who gives And we fuck. Yeah. Well, Admittedly, that's, yeah. That's a bond. Yeah, that's the bond. Really. See, I can't do that. I can use my brother. Yeah, that that, that would get weird. get weird. That would get weird. But you fucked him, let me, right? <laughs> who haven't I fucked? <laughs> who haven't Come I fucked? Sure. Come I'm on. Adam's next. You're next. All right, but you're still uh, mad at him, though. I'm mad. Um, yeah, there you go. Come on. There. We had a good time, that, though. You, did you write that down? I did. Before <laughs> Is that in your list? I'm uh, mad. I'm upset at him. Um, oh, oh, upset oh. at him? Pretty good. Yeah. Mad at him. Mad at him. I'm mad at him. Have you heard that palindrome? Mad at my madam? I bet you haven't. Mad at my madam. Yeah. Yeah. I like those things. No. Evil, I'm alive. Have you heard that one? Oh, uh, no. That's like, or, evil, uh, whatever. Uh, and we <laughs> chew sometimes when it gets awkward. When it gets awk, you gotta chew. Or when something's so sweet. When somebody says something so sweet. So good. Mm. Um, I want to talk about like uh, uh, what I think is cool about these Who guys. gives a fuck what you want to talk uh, about? That's what I'm going to talk about. Okay. Uh, what I think is cool about these guys is they had a very similar um, um, start to us. I'd love to hear yeah. that. Don't you think so? I mean, like they were buddies in college and stuff. Okay, so uh, you right? hail from the Midwest. For real. You're from Nebraska. Omaha. Okay. How does a kid from Omaha end up uh, in Orange County at college? I uh, I actually saw the movie Orange County. No, really? Yeah, and was like they were trying to get out of the <laughs> Are you out me? of the county because it sucks so bad, <laughs> and they're like it's nothing but babes and surfing, and I want to move and Jack be a smart Black. kid, and I'm like uh, I don't want to move to be a smart kid. I want to move where the babes and the surfing. Are and then it's super close to L.A. Yeah, and also I like I think I pitched L.A. initially, and my parents thought my mom specifically thought I'd get like just gang raped immediately upon like <laughs> touchdown, you know. So she's like, okay, well it seems safer, and uh, I don't know every impression my mom would make her like eighty eight. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, I, I, I do the same it's thing. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, and also Adam Sandler, evidently. <laughs> that sounded... <laughs> yeah, that, uh, I tended to go into him for whatever reason. Hey, hey you're my son. Um, I don't sound anything like that. I don't know what you're don't talking sound. about. And uh, so I moved out to So Orange literally County. Orange County, really? The movie? 
Yeah, it was kind of it was kind, of, and I That's knew funny. that it was really close to LA, and I could yeah. go up all the time. And there, it was a huge. I got into UCLA, but my family couldn't afford it, okay. so I was going to go to uh, Orange Coast Community College, right. and for two years, and then transfer up when I got uh, some dough, some dough, and some uh, uh, residency because it's much cheaper. In California. Oh, right, okay, gotcha. So I, I initially did two years of that. And then started doing stand up, and it just started to. In like, Orange County or up here? In Orange County, yeah. and I would drive up and do it. And I was, you know, 18. I couldn't go into a lot of places. And, yeah. And, uh, Had you done stand up in Nebraska or no? Uh, no, but like, I, where like, do you get I the did chops all the, to do that. I did all the, like, I hosted all the talent shows and pep rallies. Yeah. And I was a big dork about all that shit. So <laughs> I was just like, I'll do it. I want to talk. And they're like, okay, we really don't want Put you. Put them in front of people. Yeah. Okay. okay. This is, no one else wants to do it. Um, so then I moved up and started doing stand up, and then it, it kind of started going well. And I got invited to the Montreal Comedy Festival. Yeah. And, to perform, uh, huh? As That's a awesome. new faces. And, um, and then just was like fucking. I'm, and so, did I yeah. assume you went? Yeah, I went, and then uh, dropped out of college. And my parents were like, "Oh no!" And then <laughs> moved up to uh, right around that same time. Uh, moved up to L.A. with Kyle. I met Blake Anderson and Kyle Nuchek, who plays Carl, our drug dealer, yeah, who yeah. is also and our director. He directs a lot of your mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Um, he moved up to L.A. They were both in the same college. They both went to uh, improv class. I met him day one of improv. Class. Oh, okay, yeah. so improv class in that. Community and co- and, and the community college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. And, and Blake was really, really funny. And Blake and Kyle were best friends from childhood. Oh, and okay. uh, they moved from the Bay Area down, kind of doing the exact same thing of like they wanted to be close to LA, but their parents wouldn't allow them to move to LA. And so they picked this community college. And Blake, I thought, was like kismet. the funniest, Fucking the funniest kismet. dude. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I was like, I'm going to be friends with the kid with the afro and uh, start an <laughs> He had a big group. afro but, then, too? Yeah. Okay. I, I saw a. Um, uh, when I was uh, boning up uh, just to get a little more professional about a podcast, I, I was yeah. looking things up on online and I saw a video porn. you guys made. Porn. No, like you're super. It's called like the professional. Oh shit! Yeah, and That's he a young young gun. Yeah, and he has like uh, I mean he doesn't have long hair. He's got like a little small afro. Yeah, he's oh, got okay. a little Justin Guarini poof. <laughs> yeah, Guarini is <laughs> just a to good... quote uh, or just to uh, reference a American Idol contestant sure. from eleven years ago. Sure, yeah. I think Guarini's fallen on hard times. Yeah, I, I remember reading that. Isn't he's... he on like Dancing with the Stars or something like that? I couldn't say. I don't know. Or was so there like another dude, another guy with a fro it. who's on? Yeah, maybe Dancing with the Stars. Corbin Blue. Yeah, yeah, is that him? Yeah. yeah well, okay. he is another guy with the fro. Yeah, yeah he's one, a fro I guy. Know. I think it was a guy named Corbin. I don't watch it, so. Uh, yeah, I don't watch it either. I don't watch it, so. Although I once thought about, because I am a professional breakdancer, I thought about going on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, you did? Yeah, but I don't think, they'll, I don't think they'd have me. You'd be good. Why, uh, you are a professional breakdancer? I am. I was. It's true. It's true. Yeah. I mean, if you mean, has he been paid money to breakdance? Yes. Professionally, on camera. No, not, comedically no 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 not comedically was, uh, not comedically no i was i was discovered on the street when i was 14 i'm from new york city i was breakdancing and uh on some, the street like on a cardboard box or something yeah know? what and someone came up to me and they said this is like a uh the beginning of like a of like a comedy movie like i was on the streets <laughs> at 14 <laughs> well he's got the, he's got the footage to back it up i do and uh they, they said do you want to do this uh, for a television commercial i was like sure that's and, awesome. Uh, it was awesome. They scoured New York City for a white kid that could break dance. That's and right. Found you. Right. Yeah. And that's awesome. But I had been taught by by an all black crew, who and it it formed a rift. 
because right. it was another example of the man. It's like yeah. coming up and saying, "I want a white one." Yeah, right. That's a bummer. They want to kill you. And I, I didn't. They understood, but it was like, yeah. you know, it caused they, tension. Yeah. I wish yeah. that was me. Yeah, yeah. I could pay like eight hundred bucks. Sure. It was aired only in in Colombia, the South American. It was a South American uh, clothing. Uh, Those are the operation. best. Yeah. Blake has a uh, Russian Snickers commercial. Really? Yeah. At what age? Um, when we were like twenty three <laughs> or something, and he like he had to say like like whoa, the surf's amazing today in <laughs> Russian. And so he just had to learn, like, slack, flack, and flirk, and flirk. And, right. um, what was the casting call? Like, we want a typical American stoner like stoner, surfer-looking dude. And uh, and then the commercial is, like, it was in the middle of the desert, and he's just looking at a sand dune, and he's, like, <laughs> is eating. It's like, no matter where you are, Snickers will take you to your perfect place or whatever. That was right. like the Russian campaign. Russian. Here, it's just like, you hungry? Nah. But <laughs> yeah. there, they have like some right. beautiful like. They should have put them in Siberia, Siberia though, well, man. That would that, be yeah. a good Russian one, right? Yeah, Siberia is good. Like a Siberian I, prison and you're eating fucking Snickers bars? Because yeah, I don't really, I mean, maybe the point is, <laughs> or you got a Snickers bar up your ass. <laughs> sure. You can smuggle sure, it that You can smuggle yeah, out anywhere. anywhere in prison. Uh, yeah. Okay. I wouldn't want a chocolate bar in the desert. But maybe that's their point, is, like, even in the desert... It's delicious, and bar. it'll take you anywhere. Yeah. Hmm. And uh, smart he also had a... Uh, we never saw that, but evidently it ran in Russia. He also had, like, <laughs> um, uh, a Starbucks commercial that we were all, like, super excited about to see. Because mm-hmm. uh, we were all starting to, like, book commercials and that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. And, and uh, he was like, all right, I got mine, got my Starbucks commercial, and I'm like, oh, hell yeah. And so we're watching TV religiously just to, and we're all roommates, and uh, and uh, the Starbucks commercial came on, and he's like, it's on, and we all like run in to see it, and then you just see his hand come into frame, <laughs> and like like a take a Starbucks and exit frame, and that was it. They cut his like line, oh, they cut everything about it, yeah. So uh, did you guys call bullshit on him or what? No, because he had he was wearing like a little like friendship bracelet <laughs> okay, okay, or okay. something. That's my bracelet. Yeah, and, and he's like, "Look," and oh, we're like, "Yeah." Who was the first one to book something like that? A money making gig? I did. I booked um, a uh, Honda commercial, a Mister Opportunity, where it was like the cartoons, like Mister Opportunity's knocking, and I hold up a, uh, oh, I'm like camping, and I go, "Hey, Mister O," and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and and he turns around and is like, yeah. And I'm like, you want some coffee? And he's like, no thanks. It'll go right through me. <laughs> because he's a cartoon. Okay. Yeah, okay. And then I just laugh. And then that's the commercial. Hmm, and okay. I was like, yes. Uh-huh. And then I also, uh, check this one out. I'm really proud of this one. Do it. This is a uh, Taco Bell commercial called Volcano Nachos. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah, and uh, I was the voice of Volcano Nachos, and it was me and military fatigues, and my face is red, and I have smoke coming out. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and then I like look up, and I'm at a bar, and I'm like, you ever been face down in lava sauce, son? <laughs> Getting ambushed by jalapenos? <laughs> and it's just like I'm a Vietnam vet. And it, right. there was like real backlash of people being like, this is inappropriate. 20-year-old kid yeah. uh-huh. eating Taco Bell. Yeah. Uh, were you and were, when these two commercials when you booked them did you just become a cock to your friends? <laughs> we, it was a uh, like a good cock, not a bad cock. I legitimately cock. was cock, like, cock. was like, oh man, I'm uh, I'm sick of all this on TV. <laughs> like I was like, like felt like I was legitimately famous at the Taco Bell because it aired on all the 
Like the Hanukkah commercial ran on like my parents' shows. I never even saw sure, it. Yeah. But like the Taco Bell one was like during Sports Center sure. and during Football like the X Games. Yeah, yeah. Stoner and, and, shit. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And so my friends are like, oh my God. I'm like, it's no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Free Taco Bell for life. It's no big deal, but so it's good, whatever. A good cop. Do you remember that, Katie? Do you remember that commercial? Yeah, Blake's hand. Yeah. God, how do you remember that, Katie? Were you, uh... She's a stoner. She know. Oh, she knew. Uh, Katie uh, went to college with Kyle's younger brother and okay. his now wife. Okay. Okay. So, right, so she was over at the uh, the house that we shoot workaholics in uh, quite a bit. And we okay. played beer pong. Okay. So, was she good? Were you any good? No, uh-huh. she, she sucked. sucked. <laughs> I was too drunk to remember who was anything at that game. And so do you, now. I don't understand that Comedy Central bought that house. I want to go back to college. Can we talk about uh, college? Yeah, after he answers my yeah, question. Yeah, okay, okay. Just You're jumping no. into the game. Okay. They come, no, we still rent it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I hope the owner doesn't listen to this, but uh, I think we're just robbing them blind. Oh, good. They, they're like, uh, they're, I think we're paying like maybe $500 more a month than when we lived there. Yeah. Okay. They don't realize that they can just charge us up the ass for location <laughs> fee. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, you're, oh, the owner of your house probably doesn't listen to this podcast, although it is the fastest growing podcast in America. Just so you know. Just so you know. A lot of high fives happening right Come here. Come on. 35 high fives just happened, dude. High five each other. Nail that shit. Uh, 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 when yeah, you guys yeah. were in college, what did you, so what did you do in college? Did you guys write shows or do improv together? Like, what did, uh, How did you come together as this group? And it was the group mail order, right? Was that no? That we, later? we that was a little bit later. The, okay. Our first group was. Uh, uh, I like to hear old group. Me names. and me and Blake and a few of the other guys that went to our community college, um, and we called ourselves better. It's probably a better title than mail order comedy because that's such a dog shit title. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, we were the instruments of destruction. Okay. And uh, we put on like three or four shows at the community college that we had. And, like and one we, a semester type yeah. thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and there was sketch or improv? Or uh, sketch and a, a little improv. We, we always like to keep like really loose sketches, so we would just write sketches and then be like, okay, here I might do something different or I might do this or, you know, right, right, and right. just roll with it. And that's kind of how we always wrote. And then, uh, and then and, I moved up to L.A. and started uh, – moved in with Kyle and we were roommates together and he wanted to be a director and he was going to film school and so and you did not graduate at this point you just you, you I just said let's go it. yeah, yeah I was okay. just like I'm out of college I'm going to yeah. start doing comedy full time and and I uh, uh, this is going to derail the conversation but I was hit by a cement truck as a kid what yeah and so I got like a a, a sum of money for for that nice and I blew all of it living in California and <laughs> and you know and uh didn't your parents control that money? Or no, what? no, I got it right when I was eighteen. <laughs> I was like, that is mine. Was and, it how uh, much yeah. money was it? Like, was it, was, it under a hundred thousand? No, over? yeah, 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 way, way okay. under. It was like twenty something, and then I invested in the stock market when I was like thirteen. My okay. parents did, and Smart. then by the time I Smart. got out, Smart. Good eight thousand dollars. Oh, <laughs> you lost everything. And they're like, well, if you keep it in here, so it will bounce back. It's just we're at a lull in the market. And I'm like. I'm moving to California. You don't have any money to give me. I need money to live. Right. I'm taking it out. Give so me I my fucking money. And so I spent like my last like four thousand bucks on a, a new video camera. Um, okay, uh, it's an investment. Yeah, and, and I gave it to Kyle, and I'm like, film. We need to film stuff. And so we just started making videos. That's great. And we made a bunch of videos, and Blake was like, started wa- was like watching our videos, and he was still in Orange County going to school, and he was like, I need to get up there. So then he bounced. Yeah. And moved up with us, and at the same time, I was um, 
working at the Hollywood Improv, answering the door, and at that time the Second City was right next door. Yeah, they like were conjoined, and uh, so I got free classes at the Second City since I worked at the Improv. Okay, so I was taking classes at the Second City and met Durs. Uh, and so Durs was uh, an outside. Okay, yeah, uh, and he was uh, was more of a writer. He like. Actually, had scripts that he had written, and the rest of us sketch scripts, like, scripts, movie like uh, like a couple. I mean, he'll admit it, like pretty like bad movie scripts yeah. and and some TV, and the TV was much tighter. And uh, but he had like actually done it and like put in the work and wrote these scripts. Right. And I was like, oh my god, we have to start kicking it. Let's write a script together. And he was like, yeah. And uh, and then I was like, I want you to introduce you to like my buddies that were making these videos, and then. From then, it just kind of snowballed into. Were there more? YouTube uh, just had sort of popped off right then. Yeah, right. And we were like, we got to make, we got to be those guys that make videos. Was all it the more time. than you four guys, or was it just the four? It of you was at the that four point? of us, and then there was two girls that uh, uh, Buffy Charlay and Caroline Rich uh, that were in our improv class, and we sort of like used them when we needed girls. But it was really so the, they, they were the, not full. Uh, they full were not members. Full, yeah. Have they ever, have they been on workaholics? Uh yeah, oh great! Mm-hmm. They're still in the biz. Yeah, we had uh, we had what like ten people after we graduated from college. Yeah, in we, New York City, we had fourteen in college. And yeah, then, and yeah. then and then it was like three, two or three chicks, women. I mean, when you're and, in college, uh, it's a fun thing chicks. to like do, and it's like kind of exciting yeah. and like uh, and it's cool. You're like doing comedy, and you have your own thing to do. And but then as soon as you're out of college, and like. It gets like a little depressing. It's yeah. like, oh, you're guy, you're still doing that. Yeah, good luck. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm, I have a and job also, now. Like we found, like also, like the problem was, and I don't know if you had this or not, but when we were in college, it was so easy to make fun of people at college or to write sketches or to do improv characters about people in the college community. Yeah. And then once we moved to New York City and formed and started doing shows there, like you could not do that shit. Yeah. Like you had to come up with universal comedy that somebody walking off the street in New York City would like to yeah. it took us a while I think to figure that out yeah did, so were you guys did you guys perform live at all in New York or I mean in LA or uh, we did we ended up uh, we did a few shows at uh, the Psychic City and then we um, there was this show at this big nightclub on Hollywood and Highland called The Highlands mm-hmm. and it was a monthly show and it was uh, like 500 people would show up to it and it was a bunch of different sketch groups like four or five and then but you had to come with new stuff every month which was uh, kind of fun for us and you do like three or four sketches and we ended up uh, headlining that for a while and being like the main and was Kyle on stage with you guys at that point or was he (laughs) but we would always make a video every week too okay or every month so he was kind of in charge of that and then we were writing writing everything together and uh, trying to come up with as much new stuff. And I think it really helped us not having something to go like, okay, we need to make a new video for this thing and also right. to put on the internet. Yeah. And also we need to write three new sketches and they have to be new and as good as they were yeah. last month. And, and so it's, is it just the three of you at this point? I mean, Kyle and the, 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 the three? Yeah. yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so the four of you. Yeah. You guys, I mean, the YouTube thing. And then uh, Jillian, thing. we met. Uh, Who's also in the show. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, through through that. Um Jillian, is that Alice? Uh, Jillian is, she plays Jillian. She's her assistant. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, she's yeah. awesome. Yeah, she's very, very funny. And uh, she's on Eastbound and Down this season, and uh, she's in the new uh, 22 Jump Street. Um, okay. And uh, 
really funny and we met her there and was she was in another sketch group and we kept like stealing her to be in our sketches <laughs> and the other sketch group would get like all pissed off were there other sketch groups that were successful or have gone on to be successful that um not no not okay. really okay. uh yeah just uh it was a uh, summer of tears were the other big sketch group and they had won aspen that year okay. when the aspen comedy festival yeah, was still yeah, a thing yeah. mm-hmm. Love that. and That's uh true. and they had just won it so they were kind of the they were who we were gunning for. But now we've had, I think, three of those. There was a pretty small group of like maybe five on that, uh, on Summer of Tears. And I think we've had two or three of them on Workaholics now. And I'm, we're trying to get everybody on yeah. just because they were really funny. One so, of our buddies was on uh, Workaholics. I, on one of your pretty early episodes, uh, Adam Paul, he was, uh, he was in the episode. He's in the episode where you guys go to the Clippers game. He's one of the old guys at the party that you oh, get the... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's great. Guy, yeah. yeah, we, we went to college with him. Yeah. Oh, no shit. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, he was he was really funny. He was, uh, let's bomb this hospital <laughs> when we were taking uh, Jaeger bombs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, was that an improv? Uh, yeah, I think he improv let's bomb this hospital, and we were like... That's All funny. right, <laughs> weird improv. We love it. Let's get uh, so. Uh, so then, okay. So you guys come up with the name Mail Order Comedy. What was your naming uh, process like? Um, we didn't understand how the internet worked, mm-hmm. and uh, we were like, <laughs> "What we'll do is we'll take uh, like a suggestion every." week because we were trying to make a video every week okay. and then we toned it down once we realized production value once we wanted to make like <laughs> good videos yeah, instead yeah. of just like schlock yeah we're like well eh, maybe uh, we'll make a good one right. every, you know uh maybe two a month or something but uh we thought like we'll take in a suggestion so it'll be like it's mail order yeah, that's literally as bad as it was. <laughs> yeah, and right. somehow we all signed off on it. Like that's a good. Right. Do you take a vote? Thing. Take a vote on that shit. Uh, yeah, it just sort of like happened, yeah. and and we actually made a. What what actually really happened was I did a stand up show, and uh, after the show, um, I had this. Uh, she was the head of cast. I forget her name now, but she was the head of casting for MTV, mm. and she was like, "I think you're so funny, and you're so right." For like MTV, and I was like young. I was like 22, but I looked like I was 17, you know. And uh, and she was like, uh, "You're so great. I'd love to hear any ideas you have for shows, or like you can come in." And I went home, and I was like, "Guys, I've got the in. We're gonna get a show on MTV. <laughs> We've made it." So then Kyle quit his job, <laughs> and we made a 30 minute long pilot for an MTV sketch show called Mail Order Comedy starring us and the two other girls. And so they paid for it? And- no. Oh, you we did it on your own. Out of pocket without talking to MTV <laughs> seeing if they wanted it at all had no okay. representation. Okay. All I knew is I had Go-getters. a meeting in like a month yeah. to meet with her. And so I came and put it on her desk and I'm like well there it is. And she's like oh I kind of meant like I was going to bring you in to be a host of like one of our crappy game shows or what, you know, and I'm like, okay, very cool. We worked really hard on this. So, and by that point, uh, we had, um, had like 200 followers on YouTube and we're like, well, we can't change the name now. We're already the juggernaut of comedy. Yeah. 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 Throw it up there. Yeah. So that was the, the horrible creation. We kind of did that though. When we, uh, remember when Jay got the audition for, uh, was it not mad TV? It was, uh, in living color. Yeah. In Living Color, Jay, Jay made an audition tape. For oh, yeah. Color. And so we, because uh, they were looking for an Indian guy, you know. And so we, we uh, 
we shot uh, that what was that sketch uh, we had a, Hindu PI Hindu PI like we wrote yeah. this whole sketch <laughs> and then shot Hindu PI where he was a he loved to kick ass he loved to kick yeah, ass yeah we were the bad guys yeah. like hey what's up Hindu yeah hey Hindu yeah, and then he kicks the shit out of us yeah, we, we. I mean, we. Yeah, we. Those did. are the funny uh, rallying to make those videos, which yeah. I'm sure you guys. I mean, that's for you guys. I mean, that really what made you take off, right? I mean, the YouTube uh, thing, yeah. and making those videos. What's and, weird is we never like we were looking at guys like uh, Derek Comedy. Yeah. Um, and are they are they contemporaries or a little older than you guys or what was it? Same exact. Same exact. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And and actually Dominic Dierkes writes for us on on Workaholics. Oh, okay. Now. Okay. And uh, and we were like, oh, we thought we th- still think they're very funny and we like love their videos, but we were yeah. like, our shit's just as good. Yeah. yeah. And they were getting millions of hits, and we were getting hundreds of hits. Yeah. Right. Like we just could not get traction, and we were horrible at marketing ourselves. We would just put it on our our page. Right. And wouldn't send it to anyone, and like. Just were horrible at that. Yeah. Right. And so, um, luckily, somebody at Comedy Central, I think it helped that I had done stand-up on Comedy Central the year before, mm-hmm. um, and I did their their New Faces showcase, which is called Live at Gotham. Yeah. And they are like, we're going to start looking at your stuff. And I'm like, okay. And uh, I'm like, we put a lot of stuff up. It'd be great if someone noticed us. Yeah, Because yeah. at this point, we'd done it for like four or five years really yeah. just yeah. putting vi- how often are you putting videos up all the time we have like 80 to 100 videos oh, really? online wow. Jesus. Yeah. and uh and we were like we'd, it'd be great if somebody would start noticing us and uh and then they they contacted us through our youtube page off videos that literally when we got the show the highest video in the series um, had 800 views. Okay. And they, they were just like, we just think I assumed you guys were like, uh, no, getting we were like not, million we were views not like, and uh, back then. And no, because we never really linked up with anyone like... Uh, who would you link up with? I mean, no who one. would someone... I mean, uh, like... We, how, we, uh, there was a website called... Uh, it was before Crackle. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was Sony's... Whatever they were, it was called right before it was called Crackle. We get hooked up with them, and they're like, "We love you guys." Yeah. And they put up a few of our videos. The professional actually got like five million views. Wow! It like that's amazing. Took off, and we we're like, uh, and uh, it was on like the Drudge Report of people being like, um, "This is what the youth of America." Th- what a comment on corporate, <laughs> uh, on like corporate society because it's us just uh, like. Like a guy comes in to get a job and I'm playing the boss. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, you're going to have to cut your hair. And Blake goes, pff. And I go, pff. And then it's just a pff, 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 <laughs> battle of back and forth. And at the end, we're spitting in each other's face. And I'm like, you're hired. And that's the video. It's yeah. silly and stupid. And they were like, what a comment. These guys, you know, <laughs> not at all what we're. Revolutionary. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, no, that's what we're. And so they were like really amped on. They were like, oh, we're going to start really promoting your videos. And then we didn't hear from them for like a month. And we're like, why aren't they promoting? And then the whole website just folded <laughs> into itself. And, right. and then they did something else. But had you you had gotten the hits before they folded? Or you yeah, just never. And okay. then they deleted. And uh, so we had right, all these okay. videos that had like a few million hits. Yeah, and yes. then they. All sort of, um, yeah. So they never, nothing ever really went viral because we really liked to tell little stories and do like web series. Um, and we linked up with a guy that uh, was with MySpace TV, uh-huh. and they funded Crossbows and Mustaches, which is a web series we did. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, it it didn't get a ton of. And and so, so when, it, but for the majority of it, things, you guys were paying out of pocket. Yeah, writing yourself, editing mm-hmm. yourself, shooting yourself, yeah. all that kind of stuff, and, and so just throwing when, stuff up. Yeah, there. and when Comedy Central finally came to us, it was like, 
Thank so, God. So, even though, uh, like, a, a lot of people were like, oh, it happened so quick for you guys. It was like, yeah, right. yeah it wasn't quick to us because yeah. it was like five, four or five years of us just paying to put stuff on the internet. Yeah, and, yeah. And, no, that was what we did. We yeah. did, we did, you know, four or five years at a college doing like live shows and stuff. There was no internet back then, man. And, uh, you know, it took a while. And yeah. people were like, oh, you, uh, look at you guys. And she's like, oh, we've been doing it for many years. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah. And so, okay, so then Comedy Central, is it that you have shot the videos for the Workaholics or they come to you and they say, we want to give we you guys. We shot some videos of uh, where we got access to a an office space. Yeah. And so we're like, why don't we do like just a web series where uh, we're wearing ties and we work in office and we live together and we work together and it'll be we're we're kind of doing another series at the same time called Dude's House yeah. where it's just we're three roommates that live together and <laughs> so we're like let's just do that but we also work together <laughs> yeah, right. and so we're like all right and uh so we made like six videos and they, it didn't on get your own time or on our own time yeah, yeah. yeah. no but and, the comedy uh, center's not involved at this point no not yeah, at all okay. and uh and it, it didn't uh, like internet wise like blow up but we it looked really good and we were like these are really funny and this could be a show and uh, Comedy Central saw them, yeah. contacted us through our YouTube page, which we're so bad at marketing <laughs> that we never check. Yeah, like the the like the, nobody the called messages. you guys. Uh, nobody, I guess there was no, nobody they didn't know you, how right? to get a hold of us because right. so we couldn't even put our. Ma- we had a manager at this time. Yeah, couldn't even bother putting his name up on, <laughs> you know, <laughs> on, page. on right. our sh- crappy little website. How Who long? found that fucking message? Yeah, how long was it uh, there? Isaac, <laughs> or excuse me, uh, Kyle. Yeah. Uh, found it like a month and a half after. That's fucking And great. the guy was like, uh, Walter Newman, who who was our savior, uh, we contacted him. He's like, I thought you guys like just weren't interested in getting a TV show <laughs> because <laughs> oh, no, no we're one not contacted me for like um, over a month. Right. And then we, and we're like, we're very interested, please. And he's like, <laughs> okay, come in, take a meeting. Um, and we went in and at the same time we had just – Finished uh, creating a, uh, a CD of us as gangster rapping wizards from another realm. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and we had made a few videos, and those videos actually had gotten like a quarter million hits and a half million hits, and people actually really loved them. And so we went. Oh, in. I think I, I saw that you guys are all like wizards, like motherfucking wizards or something. Yeah, like that. motherfucking wizards never die. Never die. Was never die. Right, right, straight right, out of right, Mordor. Right. Was a track. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Uh, and you made like a whole CD of oh, of you whole guys CD. Rapping? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's hysterical. And uh, and we were so amped on it. We're like. This could be a really cool, weird show that would have lasted six episodes and been dead. Right. But uh, we, so we went in. Rapping and, Wizards. And uh, Walter Newman, the, he was a junior exec at that time, was like, okay, pitch the workaholics idea of you guys living together and working together. That's relatable. It's funny. You guys. It's you guys. They're going to love it. And, and but, they already love the videos, so, so just pitch that. That's what like, I was going to totally. ask. Like it, you had the materials, yes, to show. So you were able to show them exactly. It what helped you wanted out a lot. Do. Instead yeah. of going like, we think we could pull it off. It was like, well, we can pull it off. Here it is. Yeah, um, that's but, the way everyone wants it now. Yes, like everyone want like we and used I'm to sure pitch. Everyone wants to see it. You it's know a what kick I mean? in the head for for like older guys that are like. No, I will write we'll the write thing, it for you. and then yeah. we'll and then we'll go and do it. Yeah, and I don't need to put a fifteen minutes. Sizzle reel together. or uh, um, yeah. that's yeah, what everybody wants it. now. We ruined it. Fuck good. you. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, Adam. Um, fucking <laughs> divine. <laughs> fucking divine. Where was I? What? Was uh, uh, so so Walter Newman so said to come in and, and pitch you, <laughs> pitch him, pitch them. Yeah. So we went in and we were like, uh, uh, 
yeah, so we have this workaholics idea, and they're like, yeah, we're re- we really like it. It sounds original. And fr- but we don't want to do that. We want to do the wizard's idea. <laughs> and Walter's yeah. just, like, shaking his head, like, no. And they're like, this is the vice presidents, and we're like, they're like, yeah, we don't. The wizard idea doesn't really click with us, but the, this workaholics idea we really like and think it could be something that would really fit on the network. And I'm like, totally, totally, totally. And they're like, okay, you're meeting the president in like two weeks. Uh, maybe don't mention the the wizard idea, and we just go with the workaholics right. one. And, and this like, is, is Kent is Kent in charge? Uh, at this he's point? not at not that point. Okay. Lauren Correa. Correa, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. And uh, and we were like. Yeah, no, definitely. No wizards. But then, <laughs> like, right before the meeting, we're like, all right, we're going to pitch the workaholics. And, you know, they probably aren't going to go for it. But then at the end of the meeting, we're going to – and we're all on board with, like, okay, we're going to p- pitch workaholics very, very hard and and – and correctly, right. but then at the meeting we'll throw a curveball with the wizards just to see if maybe we can. And then in the middle of the meeting, <laughs> she's like, "I love workaholics. I'm going to give you money to go shoot a pilot presentation since you guys are untested. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though we've done all these videos, yeah, but yeah. it was still we've never done like a yeah. whole half hour uh, TV show." And uh, she's like, I'm going to do that in the meeting. And we're like, oh, my God, that is amazing. Thank you so much. And my manager's like, thank you, like trying to pull us out of the room. <laughs> and we're like, but one more thing. Oh, the wizard idea. idea. <laughs> and uh, she's, to her credit, she was like, uh, they've already told me about that idea. We don't want the wizards. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Just stop. So- Just quit while you're ahead. Mm-hmm. And right. so what was the budget for for a pilot and and for well, the it wasn't a pilot, right? It was a presentation. Right? It was a presentation. And what do they want? Like fifteen minutes or what? Uh, I've been told not to say it. Uh, okay, yeah. okay, but fifty grand. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who cares, yeah. right? right. Uh, for fifteen minutes or for thirty minutes? For they wanted uh, of eleven minutes. Okay. You know, they wanted a half of uh, sure, sure. Um, but we were sort of just like. It was harder for us to write half of an episode than it was to just write a full episode. Yeah. yeah. So we're like, we've been making these videos on zero money, on just on pure favors, and like we're holding the boom, and like, you know, is anything that we could do. So it wasn't difficult for us to do it. And did you do it like you got a crew? We did you a, got a whole half, uh, we did the whole half hour. Yeah. 22 Yeah, minutes. we got the crew, but it, it, uh, it was a lot of friends' favors once again, yeah, and just sure. with the idea of like if we got it, they would get the job, and and for the most part, I think that worked out once we, yeah, once we actually did it. Yeah. And how long from when you so you shot that thing in a couple of days and you handed it to them and they said boom, let's do it, or did it was it? It was we that? did it in the summer, um, of 2010. No, we did it in the summer of 2009. Yeah, and then. Uh, they didn't tell us until almost exactly right now, a week before Thanksgiving, uh, okay. that that we got it and that they're going to do 10 episodes. And then that January, we started, wrote the 10, shot the 10 that summer, and then it didn't come out until April the next year. And we thought wow. – we thought uh, – that they hated it. And as much as they were like, we love it. We think this is great. We love it. We love it. We love it. <laughs> right. We just heard that like Hollywood people are full of bullshit and, yeah. uh, and they're going to tell you to your face that they love it because they just kept hanging on to it. Yeah. And I mean, they, but you guys must have been psyched when they said, let's do it. Oh my God. But you were like, like what the fuck? Okay. I bought, here we go. I bought myself a watch, um, <laughs> but not like, a ni- I like, like watches. And yeah. so like now I have kind of a nicer watch, but like I went out and bought myself like a, 
$130 watch. Yeah, you did. Look and out. I was like, I was like, Ooh, feeling good. <laughs> Look at this watch. Because uh, I was going to ask how you guys celebrated uh, getting the green light to, to shoot 10 episodes. Um, we had a big party at our house. We partied for like three days straight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what is interesting is that uh, you and I have something else in common. I've just discovered. What's that? I like watches too. <laughs> We're the same person, we Steve. Are. We are. We are the same man. I used Holy to, shit. No, no. When I was a kid, it was cameras and watches. Mm-hmm. I used to cut out pictures. I worked at a camera shop. You did? Mm-hmm. Shut Holy your fuck. fucking mouth. Yeah. I, used to cut, <laughs> I used to cut out- Radio edit. Dude, this is fucking great. I used to cut out pictures of watches uh-huh. from uh, magazines. And, and wrap them around your wrist? And wrap them around my Shut dick. Shut the fuck up. That's awesome. No, yeah. I'd paste them. I made collages, watch collages. Really? Yeah. I, and when I was a kid, I really liked the watches with the Roman numerals on them. <laughs> My grandma would give me a fake. She'd go down to Mexico every year and give me uh, a fake Rolex. Like every year, I had like five fake Rolexes growing up, and I was like the weirdo, like nine year old with like a heavy ass fake Rolex. I was like rubbing off on my arm and going to like elementary school with that on. Did you ever wear all five at the same time? Like in one of the uh, gangster rapping wizards videos? No, they were they were broken. I was, I mean, I was still a kid, so I was just like, "Smash! Oh, it shattered on my arm. Take it off." Um, so they didn't. I had a fake. I had a fake Gucci watch. Really? Yeah. Did you? Yeah, but I got it for myself. Oh yeah. <laughs> Treated yourself? I yeah, did. I did. You got the to. street corner. No, but it isn't like you. You know, and speaking of treating yourself, I mean, like. We yeah. have, did you guys cry? Did you cry when you uh, got the green light? Because I cried. Uh, I was with. Uh, I was actually like, weirdly enough, I was doing my first interview ever. I did a stand-up with who, with comedy who? show. Who's interviewing? Um, it was a. Uh, it was with. Um, it's a website and it's pretty popular. It's not. Uh, it's a, the like a Huffington Post contributor. Okay. Okay. And she saw me at. Um, at uh, a stand-up comedy show, like, in Santa Monica, like, this little hole in the wall, and she was just there and saw me, and she was like, I think you're really funny, and, like, uh, I'm starting to write for, you know, and I want to write about you and interview you, and I was like, yeah, okay. And, and so we met at a you. coffee bean, and and we're, like, I'm hanging out with all of my uh, stand-up buddies because we didn't do anything. We sat her in this coffee bean until we went and did stand up at night yeah. and uh, the other guys still had jobs and were just working it and I didn't have a job I was just doing stand up at that point and uh, so I'm sitting in the coffee bean doing this interview when I got the call and I'm like <laughs> and I'm like melted in front of this lady and uh, and then I just start screaming fuck yes Yes! Uh, yes! Yes! And I'm like high fiving all my my buddies and uh, and like a lot of them are like uh, Chris D'Elia who's doing really well with stand up yeah. now mm-hmm. and uh, Brent Morin who's also doing pretty well with stand up. We're all there and like it was pretty cool. And it was also cool. It was like in Hollywood, all the like screenwriters and and just so many people are hanging out at coffee shops. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. you could just tell like people were like. Good for you. Like, <laughs> just hated my guts. Way to go. Wow. Now, we uh, we had that story. We told that story before, but uh, when we sold Super Troopers at Sundance, um, there's a funny story about Jay, who, uh, you know, directed mm-hmm. Jay's the Indian guy. Yes, yes. yes. And uh, uh, we sold the thing, and uh, uh, we had a friend who was, uh, who was also there, and she was, she was walking up the street in Park City, and Jay was walking the other direction, and she passed him. 
And as she passed him, the part of the snippet that she overheard of him on his cell phone was Jay saying, I don't know. I feel like the bell of the ball. (laughs) So that was the quote. She came back and told us that quote before he got back to us. And so we were ready with that when he came back to call him the bell of the ball. (laughs) The bell of the ball. He's the bell of the ball. I don't know. I feel like the bell of the ball. Yeah. I feel like the bell of the ball. Because he was also- um, I did cry, by the way. I didn't even get to that. But I did. Like, I I called my parents. Like, I I was like, I got to just call my parents. And I went and sat on my car and called my parents. And, like, I just- Did they understand? Did your parents understand the magnitude of what had happened? It was a lot of, like- Oh, wonderful. Good for you, dear. Oh, yes. It was definitely some of that. And, like, oh, that will be fun. I'm like, No. It is way more than fun. <laughs> it's the best thing that could ever happen to me. It's like exactly what I've always wanted my entire life. This right. is it. Well, good for you, dear. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> they still, nice. they still, I'll be like, like, because I, I told you we're, uh, we wrote a movie and we're doing it. Uh, Scott Rudin and Seth Rogen are helping us produce it. Yeah. Right. It's like huge to get those huge producers because that just means like you'll have an easier time selling your movie yeah. and they just maybe get it well, made and yeah, maybe well, actually yeah. get it made. Yeah. And so I told my parents, I'm so excited. And uh, my mom was just like, oh, well, that seems like you guys will have fun doing that. <laughs> and it's like, no, this is like a huge, do you know Seth Rogen? And she's like, oh, I think so. I don't. I, you know, I'm not good with names. I'm like, okay, it doesn't. Mom. Yeah. All right. Well, get dad on the phone. And my dad's like, yeah, baby. Yeah, get some nice. <laughs> Ooh. Do, uh, do your parents watch Workaholics? Yeah. My parents are pretty cool. They yeah, actually. Religiously, they watch it. Yeah, my parents really, uh, they like it. My, and my dad, uh, uh, I remember he didn't get to see any of the first season while we were doing it. And then he came and. There was such that long period before we that shot everything, and they're yeah. in the can. So we just had them like on DVD, and we'd show our friends, and they're yeah. like, "Yeah, that's funny." And um, I, my dad's like, "I want to see the episodes," and uh, <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay." And uh, my dad smoked weed. Never have I seen him Shut smoke weed, up. but he smokes weed. Shut up, really? He's like, yeah, he's like, uh, "You got some of that chiba?" And I'm like, "What?" And he's like, I want to take a hit before I watch my son's show. It's a stoner show, right? And I'm like, yeah, well, kind of. And uh, and so he, we smoke weed and we sit in the room. And I'm like kind of oh weird God, to like watch yeah. yeah, watch it in front of my parents. And I'm yeah. like, ah. Uh, and my dad is laughing so hard he's crying. And then he woke. And then I'm like kind of tipping in and out of the room because it's weird. And I'm like in Blake's room and we just hear my dad laughing so hard he's crying. And and I'm like, I yeah, he's surreal, loving it, yeah. yeah. And then he comes in and he's wiping tears from his face, and he looks at Blake and I, and I'm in Blake's room, we're roommates, you know. Yeah. And uh, and he's like, "You boys got yourself a fucking hit." <laughs> was it the kind of thing where your dad, you had known him to smoke weed, but not in front of you, or was that no? Like a, he out of the never blue? ever. He gets drug tested at work. Okay. He's like okay. a conductor for the railroad. Yeah. And uh, I hope I'm not blowing his spot. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oops. Um, but he never like has. Adam ever. Levine's father. Yeah. Yes, was, exactly. Um, you smoked pot with your mom. I did. I got, Didn't you? Well, I mean, I got, she busted me. Yeah. Uh, she busted me trying to buy cocaine. Oh, good. <laughs> good. Good, Lemmy. And, good. I, and I told, she was like, what were you planning on buying? Because I never said coke. We were just. I was saying, hey, man, let's go get a gram. Okay. And she's like, what are you planning on buying? I was like, just some pot. And, mm-hmm. and so then she was like scolding me for it. I was like, you know, you've never tried it. You can't come down on me. You've never tried it before. She's like, so get me some. And so, yeah, I, I, uh, I showed up. Really? Yeah, I was in high school. And so like I, I came home and she and my sister were watching Saturday Night Live. And so I, I, I put the weed in her lap. 
And then I went and got my bong. You kind of like fucking shoved in her face. Like, yeah. It's like, hey, mom, fucking put your it. money where your mouth is. Yeah. It was a tie stick. It was weed on a stick. Okay. I got it the strong wow. stuff. Wow. Okay. And so, uh, so it was, you know, classic getting your mom high stuff. Oh, classic. Yeah. High stuff. <laughs> like I was like, haven't had that one. This hole is the carb. Yeah. Yeah. You put your thumb on it. She's like, why do they call it the carb? And I was like, well, it's short for carburetor. And she's like, why do they call it a carburetor? I was like, I don't know, mom. Just put your. I don't know why. Yeah. Like, why do they do anything? Just yeah. Why is the sky blue? Prisms. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know exactly. It's just how it's it, just, it's, what it is. Just so then you know she took she took like uh, five bong rips. <laughs> what? Yeah. You didn't tell her one was probably good. I. You know what? She just wanted to keep going. She wanted to do it right, and so she did it hard. And. Um, my sister had was drinking Perrier and, and had pretzel nuggets. They were watching SNL. And right. my mom goes, whose Perrier is that? And my sister's like, it's mine. I've been drinking it the whole time. She's like, could I have some? So she drank the Perrier. And then she's like, and whose pretzels are those? My sister's like, they're my, they're my pretzels, mom. I've been eating them the whole time. She's you like, know. so Can she I starts eating the pretzels. Yeah. And then I went to put my bong away. Whose my mom kept the weed. Of, <laughs> of chips are these? They're yours, mom. Yeah. yeah. Whose yeah. roast beef sandwich is yeah, that? Yeah, it's yours, mom. But then I came back out. My mom was passed out on the, <laughs> uh, on the couch. See, dick faced her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I teabagged her. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't imagine time, getting high with the judge. So My oh, first time getting uh, caught was uh, I got an ounce of swag mm-hmm. in high school. I was like a senior in high school, and I got an ounce of like a... Uh, the worst stuff. Dirt weed? Dirt weed that had a ton of sticks and stems in it. But I was trying to make my money. And yeah, I was yeah. trying to sell it. <laughs> so I was like, if I roll it in joints, they won't realize how bad it is. Yeah. And so I'm like downstairs just trying to roll. And I'm not even, wasn't even good at rolling joints. So it's just me downstairs in my basement <laughs> trying to roll an ounce worth of joints. And I'm also stoned because I have all this weed. I'm going to smoke it while I'm doing this. So I... um pack up my big bag of weed and go up into my room and pass out but I left my dad's Field and Stream magazine that I was rolling it on (laughs) with the papers and then a ton of shake just on the couch in my basement and my dad knocks on my door and he's like ooh you're in trouble (laughs) this is how he wakes me up and I'm like what's up get out of my room and he's like mom found your reefer rollers (laughs) he's like you better they're on the kitchen table you better grab them if you want to keep them and I'm like so I went and grabbed them and uh, and then my mom's just like just don't be a burnout like your uncle Mike (laughs) just don't be a burnout oh it just scares me it just scares me. Now you I... can shove it in her face, though. Right? Yeah. So, look, mom. Look, mom. Look but what happened. She, when she watches Workaholics, does she know that you smoke weed and do mushrooms and, and drink uh, here? Yeah. Yeah, she get. I mean, but I'm, like, very high-functioning. Like, I'm not going to be a drug addict. Like, yeah. I refuse to, like, But we talked about this stuff. on the set a little bit also. It's like... You guys get that same thing that we get, where people are like, "Oh, dude, were you totally fucked up when you make that movie? How high are you when you shoot that show? You know what I mean? Like, people, yeah. people think that you're fucked up when you're making the thing. Yeah. And you're like, you can't really be fucked up. Yeah, no, you can't. And in fact, I can't, I can't be stoned on film. I, I mean, I've tried it. Yeah. I yeah. I don't enjoy I've it. Only, the only times I've ever been stoned while shooting Workaholics are... Were scenes that I did truly had zero to do. I just had to stand there. Sure, and they're really funny for me because I'm just really stoned and I'm just like glossy eyed, <laughs> just standing there. Where I'm like, that's real. I have no idea what's happening. Um, but as far as like we improv so much and like, the, like how you guys are on your sets, like we're the bosses. Like, yeah, we have so many 
questions that need to be answered. Decisions to make. And decisions to make. And, like, we really think about the stuff and we want it to be as good and as funny as possible. And I'm I'm a dumb stoner. Like, a lot of people can get, like, cerebral and, like, really dissect stuff and, like, be thoughtful and, like – not me. I'm like, <laughs> you know, I'm an idiot. Yeah. I like it. It's sometimes like if I'm just watching like a movie or watching football or whatever, I'll, I smoke weed and like I like doing it, but yeah, not when I'm working. Yeah, yeah. I never. I don't think I've. Oh no, I, in Dukes of Hazard, I was. Well, you had no. That choice. That was my fault. You had no choice. Willie Nelson. I was with in a scene with Willie Nelson, and he uh, demanded it. Yeah. What he was to say is, "Will fucking Willie Nelson." Yeah, you have to. You have to. Yeah. What well, that's do? we're we're doing this uh, movie with Seth Rogen. And he's like, "Hey, come over and we'll uh, and we'll uh, you know, like throw around some ideas for your guys' movie." And we're like, oh, "Okay." And we like had the script and like we're th- just punch up ideas and and we're walking down the hallway to his office and like Will Smith's office is like a one office away <laughs> and like you know it's like a business uh, and office and. Uh, on the Sony lot and we're going and it just reeks of weed in the hallway and we go in and he's just smoking joints, walking around like, <laughs> cause he can yeah, just smoke. And we're, and we're that's, like, that's power. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I guess. And, uh, and, uh, and we smoke like three, none of us want to be pussies and be like, well, we, can't <laughs> sure, exactly. we have exactly. like our computers out, like ready to like do work. And we just smoke like three joints in the, in a row. And <laughs> we were all so dumb. And like, maybe we, the guys could like, Work at a car wash instead, and that's a horrible idea. That would derail the whole movie. Yeah. And uh, yeah. but he, but I mean, he can do that. Like he yeah. functions oh, at so that level. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And he was good. He was like smart, just how he normally is. Yeah. But but we're like, no, maybe it's a musical. No, it should never be a musical. <laughs> that would be that's a horrible. That's no, like idea. you talk to people like that. Like we've talked to people, like you know, stand ups who like to do stand up. Like I can't do that either. You oh, like Doug, either. Doug Benson. Yeah, like, Doug, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like we did his podcast or his uh, Douglas movies, you know. Yeah, I, and you smoked with him beforehand. Oh my god, and I, you were incapacitated. Yeah, that was the second time I'd gotten stoned once for stand up, and and I and I it was the only time I've ever frozen and like yeah, not known what to say. Well, I've already had one like brain where I was fart where I in this conversation where I was like, what was I talking about? Yeah, but <laughs> like, and I'm not stoned right now. Like, yeah, imagine yeah. if I'm stoned, it'd be a lot of like. What? what was that? Did I do the joke where I? D- <laughs> Blake was in a Snickers commercial in Russia. Did I tell you? Yeah, the story? did I tell you the story? <laughs> Not a great story. Um, all right. So when when did you know that it was a success? Like when did when did you know that Workaholics was a success? Because it took a while to get on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's and what was the and what was their reasoning for taking so long to put it on? They wanted to pair us with New South Park, which is their biggest show. Yeah. Sure. sure. At, up at, at that, which point. is a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, but we were kind of like just pin us on, you know. <laughs> exactly. But they wanted to get as many eyeballs yeah. on it as they. It was yeah. good, smart on their part, but it took so long. Yeah, yeah. that and wait, wait. they actually ordered more scripts. They're like, "Hey, start season two, start writing." Oh, that's so. Great. We wrote season two before season one episodes. came out. Okay, and uh, I went back backing up just chronologically mm-hmm. in terms of the pilot that you had shot for them. Did they sh- put it up in front of test audiences? Like, how did they decide that they Yeah, we it? weren't part of it, though. They d- didn't allow us to be there. Yeah. But I guess it tested the highest uh, since Chappelle show. Okay. Nice. Um, right. which, was, which was great and great news for us when we found that out. Um, uh, but it, I guess it, it, it came out and we were in L.A. And you he- see people and, like, oh, we're pretty plugged into, like, the comedy community and, like yeah. – uh, 
so I do stand up and stuff and we're kind of, you know, go to a bunch of shows. So like our friends, like our comedy buddies would be like, Hey man, saw the show really funny. Like good job. Like it's great. We love it. Right. And like, you know, but it's like, yeah, okay. Stand up comedy friend. Comedy buddies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, it wasn't until that, that year at, it was season one had just aired and we went to Bonnaroo and did like the comedy or we did like the comedy tent in Bonnaroo yeah. and they have this huge there's like 5,000 people there and yeah. it's going to be and we we're going to do a couple of our old sketches and I was going to do 50 minutes of stand up and be like yeah, we're on a new show we're called please check it out and I was doing stand up before we did our sketch stuff so I'm doing like a mic test which is the dumbest thing by the way mic test for stand up yeah, yeah, where no, you're like no. check <laughs> is it on we don't even yeah. do them anymore yeah. Yeah. it's like it's on right yeah that's all I need to know <laughs> and uh and so I'm like, test, test, and then I'll get loud, <laughs> or you know, at this point. And so I'm doing that, and uh, Blake and Durs come like running in the tent, and they're like, "Yo, dude, fucking drop that shit, come outside right now." And I'm like, "What? What's going on?" And I go outside, and there's just like maybe twenty, thirty people that had just saw Blake and Durs and freaked out and came over. And then I came out, and more people started coming around. And then security <laughs> was like, "We can't have you out here." And we're like, "Whoa, awesome. what was that about?" And then, like, w- as we were walking around, like, huge groups of people would start coming around. And then security was like, we can't have you walking out in, like, the masses. You- we need to give you, like, these special <laughs> VIP wristbands. <laughs> and we're like, what? Yeah. And they're like, you have to – you can't go out there. Like, we're afraid. We don't want to have to watch you the whole time. Yeah. So here you have to, like, hang out backstage. And we're like, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and that was the okay. first time that we were like, oh, wow. And it really helped – that we our first names are all the same as yeah. our actual names, yeah. Because then it felt like oh, they actually know us instead yeah. of like we were guys. like the the I know a bunch of the league guys from doing stand up and like um like uh like Nick Kroll was like people were like Rux Ruxin or whatever his yeah, character's yeah, yeah. name is and yeah. they're like screaming that and he's like that's not my real name okay <laughs> but you know my name's name. oh yeah we I mean we do live stand up comedy shows now around the country and people come to it yeah. our name is on the marquee yes. and the ticket and they still call us Mac and Farva or yeah. Yeah. Landfill yeah. yes yeah. Farva yeah. oh I bet I know yeah it's it, when I do stand up now it's uh it's definitely and it's fun. It's so much fun. I love it. But it's definitely five minutes of just crowd control of like, sure, yes, poop Young dollar, quotes. yes, yeah. let's get weird. We will, we will, <laughs> we are going to get weird. I bet. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, as I will take it sleazy. I haven't had a, a chance yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like all the dumb catchphrases. Do you, so do you get up there and uh, do stand up still? I do as much as I can. I haven't. It's been the longest I've ever gone right now. Um, and I think I'm like bordering on four months, Okay, which is, uh, cause I did stand up for so long and I get up back before the show every night, like at least five nights a week. And, uh, and then, wow. and then, uh, now it, it's a month because I, I'm just sort of like, I want to concentrate on the show and, yeah. and the other stuff I'm doing, um, that I don't get out, but I. I do a show on Comedy Central called uh, Adam Devine's House Party, yeah. which is like a stand-up comedy sort of hybrid show where it's me throwing a big house uh, house party, and then I'm doing a stand-up comedy show in the backyard, so I get a chance to like hang out with the comics, and then we get into something at the party, and I'm dealing with that, and then there's kind of a narrative thread that I sort of bring onto stage. And did you pitch that show to them, or did they say, hey, do you got some other idea, or how does that... Yeah, I've had the idea for a really long time, just because yeah. I was like, why, I, I think it'd be cool to, like, stand-up comics are funny offstage, too. Yeah. 
and some and so a lot of them are good actors that can like act yeah. and like be comedic in scenes. And there's also I feel like a huge like renaissance right now of stand up comics. Yes. Like there's so many like young comics and it's cool like stand up comedy is cool right now. Yes, and it's it is like, cool. you know. It's a uh, good idea to do a show like that. So, and I really just liked wanted to do it, and uh, it's kind of given me the opportunity to keep my foot in, still in stand up, I guess. Yeah. Um, and I got to hang out with a lot of my buddies that do stand up, and they got to come on and do the show and get on TV, and yeah. So it's it's really fun to do. And so, do you generally prefer the performance, or do you prefer writing, or is it just a, a tie? Uh no, performing probably for me. Yeah. Like I like uh, the reason I started writing wasn't to like be a writer. It was to like uh, write stuff for myself so I could perform it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Do you think it's different for the different the guy for Durs and Blake or are they? Are um, they I think Blake was kind of the same way. Yeah, he was like, I want to uh, create our own stuff. Um, and then Durs, I think, started off. Uh, Wanting to be more of a writer, and then now, since he's performed so much, is like yeah, because acting's way easier. Yeah, it's yeah. like the easiest gig in the fucking <laughs> world, you know. Yeah, yeah. So like, you know, the why writing, you to put in the time. How do yeah. you guys write? How do you guys write the show? Like, what's the process that you guys use? Do you go off somewhere? Like, write together? Uh, we all write it together. We all uh, break the stories together, and then one of us will take a script and, and go off and. We we write the stories. We'll outline it together, and then one of us will go off and do the first draft, and then come back, and then you do three or four at the same time, or no? You're just kind of like focus one at a time, uh, like a break couple, stories. And then we guys go we off like and write. to have as many of us in the room together yeah. as possible. So when a few are going at the time, we have a little staff now, so mm-hmm. like we're able to send some of our other writers off to do a first draft. But then the last draft, we all do uh, just the sit around the table, just the and, four of us, and we'll go through it and yeah. And uh, that's kind of an interesting thing about having other writers working. Yeah, at first it was really weird because we were like, "Eh, "Do you trust this?" But then you got to just go like, "Yeah, we read their stuff. They're good writers. They're funny in the room, and they do the grunt work of putting together the first drafts." Yeah, or and then you Uh, not all the time. A lot of the time, like we each take one a year. Yeah, and uh, but. but yeah, they do. They do quite a few of them. And yeah. is it like they're pitching you guys episode ideas, or you're telling them what they're going to write? We sit around at the beginning of the year and we all pitch ideas. Okay. And we make a huge list of like what we think, and then they leave the room and we go like, "These are the ideas that we like." Yeah. And these are ideas that we know are going to be episodes. Yeah. And these are ideas that. Uh, I have a good like premise, but we don't know what it is yet. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean, and then you we guys sort of went, we, down. And we, then we we literally vote. We literally like go through and like uh, uh, one to five, and with like five being it's your favorite, and yeah. we have to right. do it. And one <laughs> right. being like nah, I don't like this idea at all. Right, yeah. like we do a similar thing, but we, I mean, we get into fucking brawls. Do you guys get in a fight? Like getting fucking brawls or no? No, not really. It's weird. I think all of our personalities. Like, uh, work in such a way that we hardly ever get in fights. But have you had some good ones or some? Uh... I, I mean, I, I've been like, uh, I love that fucking idea. That idea sucks. That kind of shit. No, no, not really. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're we're we've basically really been like, if we think if one of us thinks an idea is really funny, yeah, like the other, if they don't 
they th- will think it's funny, but they'll be like, here's why I don't like this idea. Yeah. Because this will make it's it's not a complete story, and here's why I think that. And then you're like, motherfucker, I'll prove you. And then you go home and like work all night trying to come. And then tomorrow you're like, you're right. I worked all night long. I can't think of you know. It's, it's totally a bad idea. Right. God, we don't. We we. There's something wrong with us, maybe. Uh, that it, we fight so much. Well, I mean, not everybody fights. We don't all fight. We don't all fight. We've got some fighters. But I've fought with you before. It's not like yeah, but uh, I mean, but the, we fight out in this podcast all the time. We we bicker. Okay. But we haven't. I mean, we haven't had a fight you and I in like a in long time. You think a long, long time? Okay. I've had I've had many more fights with other people in the group. Okay. As have you. Sure. But you and I haven't haven't really <laughs> <laughs> gone head to head at all. I mean, but we're like, I think it's a personality thing too because like mm-hmm. most of us probably have like healthy egos and, mm. you know, confident guys and we're certain, we're always certain that we're right. <laughs> right. Yeah. This is the funniest idea in the world. Yeah. Which I guarantee it. Uh, well, we do that sometimes too in our stand-up. Like well, we, we'll do it stories might be, and stuff harder with movies because it's really like you have that one shot that's the but, that's the problem i think but because with everything's so precious t- with yeah everything's you know? really precious in movies and with tv it's like that's a good point it's like if you really 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 if like let's say blake really truly believes that this idea is really funny and i think blake is really funny but i don't love that idea i will just end up trusting i'm like okay i believe in blake i think he's really funny yeah. he loves this idea and he has different, a little bit different sensibilities than me. So maybe like a different group of people will love this episode, sure, than the group yeah. of people that will love the, the episodes that I've thought of. Yeah, because we get in the, we our big fights are movie fights, and and when we write TV or when we do live stuff or even like we did a let me I did a web series recently. Even that is just a much mellower. Let's try it out, see what happens. You know what I mean? Like, but that's also, uh, uh, yes, absolutely. That's also. I think a product of doing stand-up comedy too. Yeah, which is where you you throw shit at the wall. Well, you realize that it's like the only <laughs> true way to know if something's funny or not is to put it up in front of the audience. Mm-hmm. And with stand-up, you get that instantly. You do it, yeah. and if they think it's funny, then it's it's going to stay. And if not, it's gone. Yeah. yeah. And then you don't, you know. So like, I mean, you and I certainly have have gotten to that place. But like, uh, you know, we're, we're working on Super Troopers too now, and yeah. so like, we're I think we're in like the fourteenth draft, yeah. and. For these last few, Kevin and I have been splitting the, the point man duties. Fourteenth, yeah, yeah, sixteenth. Oh yeah, we did twenty five on of, of the, the original. first one. Yeah, Jesus. Well, that's because I mean, again, it's a different than a TV. Yeah, you don't have time to do that in a TV script. You don't have, you know what I mean? You got to get your shit. I, out uh, there, you know, well, I feel so much better because the movie that we're doing, uh, oh, I was okay. told, I was like, oh man, it's just so uh, difficult, like get notes and then you know. Um, because we really Comedy Central doesn't give us any notes, really. Right. Yeah. Other right. than like mm, you can't. Uh, <laughs> right. You right. know you um, can't say that. Mm, uh, but we're on like our third draft, and we're already like, okay, I don't know. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> okay. Like, well, I'm not fucking out here. Is this? Uh, I don't know if this is gonna work out. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of times those drafts are a, a result of uh, you being stalled in the actual making of the movie. Sure. So that that's yeah. gonna happen to you, like. I always think like uh, movie draft. I always feel like fourth or fifth is the one you let the world read. Uh, I'm always in that world. You yeah, know what I mean, and then and then we just keep honing. You know, you keep mm-hmm. fixing scenes. Well, when you have the... time, I mean, that's yeah. and we had this conversation uh, with Super Troopers. It was five years. We started writing it 
and we had a, we had drafts done, but like we would do drafts for producers. We had a lot of different producers, you know. Yep. So they're like, eh, that's what you're doing right now, right? Mm-hmm. Right now, yeah. yeah. And so I mean, we had at least five different groups of producers who were like, let's see a draft where you do something like this. And so yeah. it's in the seventies, so yeah, appeasing, you know, yeah, yeah. But and it's it, like there was a draft where it's in the seventies, yeah, yeah, wow, yeah. Cool. We did for uh, who's it for? That was for the Fairley Brothers. Fairley Brothers, right? The Fairley Brothers wanted a seventies draft, yeah, yeah, which we did, we did. But yeah. anyway, so so in terms of the uh, the, the, the fighting, the writing process. Uh, I think uh, Soder had a note in your section. Kevin mm-hmm. had basically the first half of the script. I had the second half of the script. Yeah. And was like, you know what, I'm just going to write it. And then wrote it and sent it around to us. Right. And then in the next pass, you had a, you had a joke that you were trying to hammer through in my section that I didn't believe in. I was like, you know what, <laughs> why don't you just do what Soder did and write it because I can't right. – I just can't – do it the way you're going to do it. You right. feel passionately about it, and I'm not crazy about it. So, and you still hate the joke. Well, for, for all the same reasons, <laughs> it'll never make it in the movies. So don't, yeah. don't fucking worry about it. But, but like, uh, okay, so if you guys got into a fight, you and 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 Durs and Kyle and Blake, who would win the fist fight? Who would come out of that steel cage? <laughs> oh man, because I've noticed, I have noticed, I, I noticed it from the beginning. Like, uh, I remember somebody was like, "Hey, you should check out that show, Workaholics. You'd like it." And I was like, "What is it?" They, you know, they told me what it was, mm-hmm. and so like, I went on IMDb. And the first photo I saw was of Blake, like with his shirt off, and he was jacked. And I was like, I don't really like jacked, funny, <laughs> funny guys. <laughs> yeah. And then, like the first episode, or like one of the early episodes I saw, I noticed like all you guys were pretty jacked. And yeah. I was like, these guys are too jacked, jacked. but I like what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're making me reconsider. Oh, we really I, worked you out. Consider yourself jacked, dude. Uh, I am wildly yeah. in shape. Yeah. Fuck uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that first season, we definitely were like, we had so much time. Uh, well, we had like, well, actually, we didn't have it before shooting the first season, but we were like, oh, thanks. But we really were just like, we're gonna be on TV. It was yeah, a lot of good. like, if good. if this is yeah. only the, f- if we only get these ten episodes, mm-hmm. let's make sure we look good so we at least can like, that's the right bang call. Chicks. You have to be that's the right call. As, yeah, that's the right call. Yeah. And so that's with, and then you notice, especially with me, it's been a, a very steep decline <laughs> into neck fat. Uh, <laughs> that's all right, man. Every everybody needs a fat guy, right? Yeah. Try let me. Yeah. Hey. Uh, 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 Durs uh, directed an episode. You, you think you'll do that? Um, or Durs might uh, win that fight. He's got a lot of. Although Kyle has the most rage. Durs is the biggest, and he was a collegiate athlete, although okay. a swimmer. I don't know if that counts. Doesn't. But uh, he's a big guy. Yeah. Yeah. Blake's wiry. I'm probably the strongest. I'll, I'll probably Look say out. that I'm the strongest. And the, the legs, most right? handsome. And the thank most you, handsome. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And thank the best you, singer. And the best and the singer. Best. Uh, well, 5'8 five eight guys are badasses. People don't know yeah. that. But if you're 5'8, you're the toughest. Here. Yeah, they call it the Napoleon complex. Well, that's the thing. Listen. <laughs> listen, fuckface. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah, hey. We've, had, we've had to battle. We've had to scrap. I know. Scrap our way easy. to the top, baby. Big guy like me had it easy. That's right. You're going to direct any episodes ever? Yeah, I'm going to direct one next year. I'm excited about it. I want to do it. I think I'll. Kill it. You think it'll nail it. Drill it. I'm going to be the Scorsese of basic cable comedy. <laughs> yes. I think I will really like it. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, how does that work? Do you get permission from the studio? I mean, from the network? Or do you just say, I'm fucking directing this one? Because they don't, they it. truly don't care. They don't care. No, they're yeah. like, we pick our director. And they, they approve, I guess. But yeah. they, they've never told us that we can't have a director. Yeah. I mean, I guess if we were like, uh, Katie's going to direct an episode. They'd be like, okay, wait. Katie okay. would be great. Katie would be great. Um, She's a great hold director. On. Um, okay, well, would you? This is an official offer. Would you? Um, 
Well, I'll talk to the other guys. Because uh, you also know I'm trying to direct a movie, so now you, like, you've stuck the knife in and twisted it now. What's that? Why? Because he's just offering people. He's offered <laughs> everybody in this room something oh, except for me. Maybe, maybe you'll get to be on the show someday. Maybe you'll be so lucky to get on the show someday. <laughs> it hurts. Well, we're doing 13 more. Okay. That's what, what, how, many, how, how long are you going? How long uh, do you do this show? They want they uh, well contractually we're doing thirteen more episodes next yep. season. They picked us up for f- season four and five. Um, but are you only in the season three right now? No, it's for season four. Okay, we, we're shooting. But the season, season three four. was huge, like a longer season. Right? Yeah, we did ten episodes. Season one, ten, two, and then season three we did twenty. Holy right. shit! And then season four we did thirteen because we were like, oh, we're never doing twenty again. So yeah. did it just suck? I mean, because I think people don't realize that the TV schedule is grueling, even if you're just an actor. We had one week off, and it was Fourth uh, of July, and that was the only week we had off. And since we're writers and, yeah. and uh, creators, and we sit in the edit bay, and we, you know, we do everything, we were working six or seven days a week. Yeah. For a whole year, yeah, and we yeah. were just done with it, and like, it, our, our friends were like, "Oh, you look older. Like I haven't <laughs> seen you for like six months, and you it's came so out looking yeah. older. Yeah. You're aging like a president." Yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we were like, "Let's just do 13, and it'll be more reasonable." And it has been. It's been a lot better knowing that you have some. Like January should be pretty chill. Sure. Yeah. God, twenty episodes. Holy yeah, but uh, but we're gonna do season uh, five, and then uh, and that you'll shoot that next year sometime. Yeah, or? next next year, and then we, I think we all love doing the show, and this season especially, tw- the twenty, we were pretty burnt out, and yeah. we were yeah. like, we don't know how long we're gonna continue doing this, and then but I think we had a breather, and we like we are all really loving how this episodes or the season's turning out, so yeah. we're kind of like, uh, do you find who knows? There? We might we might do three or four more seasons if it if it all if. If Comedy Central lets us right, and if people right. still like it and we still keep having fun doing it, do why you not? do you find sorry, I know you're, you're gonna ask something, but do you find like you um there are ever times where you're like, God, I can't think of any more episodes, it might have run its course, or are you still like you have a list of episodes on We tap still have like could... a pretty large list of episodes that we haven't been able to break but we think are good ideas. Yeah. Um and what's kinda cool about our show the, is that we like uh, it's so episodic that like anything could happen in any episode and then that's the journey yeah yeah. Um, and it's not like we have some love stories that we really have to and we might end up um, doing something that will have more of an arc next season or the season after and, and, and play with that a little more than we have but right now we're sort of like um, we're 50 episodes deep and in a normal like NBC sitcom yeah. or like if it's this were Modern Family or whatever it would yeah. be like uh, that's two seasons right yeah right. so so we're still but that's cool though because you can it gives you the opportunity to do other things yeah, yeah. and we yeah, and we could do other stuff yeah, yeah. And, and Comedy Central's really cool about that and yeah. they've uh, I, I did the singing movie Pitch Perfect yeah we, we were I'm gonna do a big um, Comedy Central or we were gonna do a big tour to promote Workaholics yeah where we go on a live tour, tour. a live tour yeah. and I totally blew it all up because I was like I Got the movie and it was like a universal movie. And sure, I was like, was pissed at wanna... <laughs> not really because they're not stand-ups. Yeah. yeah, like I was kind of upset because I was like, "Damn, that's gonna be show. fun." Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I would have done a bunch of stand-up. Yeah, and then 
Yeah. You know, the stuff with the guys, but like they they were just sort of like, yeah, go obviously go do the movie. Yeah. How did you um did you audition for that movie? Pitch Perfect or did they offer it to you or you, yeah, yeah, I I didn't know what I was getting. Did you have to sing into. for it? Yeah, the audition it was, it was the weirdest audition. And did, did I tell you about this? No, uh, no. I, uh, I showed up, and it was a Monday, and Mondays are our prep days where we will, we're usually in the edit bay, and, and we have to, a table read that evening, and we were punching up the script for the following week, and, and then after the table read, we sit in and, like, like we got to fix all this stuff. We won't have time to do it. Um, so it's a, it's a busy day for us, even though we're not shooting. And my agents were like, hey, the producers really love you for this movie. Um, they want you to go in and read. And I'm like... Did they know you sat, could sing or did they not at this stage? They didn't know. Okay. And then no one told me yeah, okay. that this was what it's about. Oh, like, okay, it's okay. called Pitch Perfect. And yeah. I'm like, I don't want to... Like this baseball movie that I have to go... <laughs> and I'm like, uh, okay, like I, I'll go at lunch and I'll just dart down there. Can they see me at lunch? And they're like, yes, they'll see you at lunch. And I'm like, okay. And I haul ass down there. And it's in like Santa Monica and we shoot in the valley. And so I get there and uh, – or they were uh, auditioning in, in Santa Monica. And so I get there and all of a sudden there's all these like wildly handsome dudes yeah. just harmonizing in the corner <laughs> yeah. like Broadway level singers. And I'm like – and I call my agent. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? He's like, you didn't read the script? And I'm like, I'm shooting – I'm like in the middle of my show, man. I'm not reading – the script. What is it? And he's like, it's a singing. It's like an acapella singing movie. And I'm like, oh, God. And uh, and I'm like, and I just then I like see the sides and I'm like looking over them and memorizing them real quick. And I, and I go in and I the audition went great. The act, the scene. And it was really funny. I thought that. And then once I got around to reading the script, I was like, this is actually really funny. Um, but I did that. And then they're like, what song did you prepare? And I'm like, I did not prepare a song. And they were like, well, this is a singing movie. You have to sing <laughs> in the movie. And I'm like, I don't know. I, I truly don't know. And they're like, well, do you know any song? Any song. Just sing a song just so we know. You don't have to be a professional level, level singer, but we want you to be able to carry a tune. And I'm like, all right. And so I just sang the uh, Family Matters theme song. It was the first <laughs> song that popped in my head. <laughs> I was like, all right. Whatever happened to predictability <laughs> when the days go by. And then they were like, great. And they like, I love it. Yeah. And, and then I left going like, my agent called me and was like, so how'd it go? And I'm like, good. There's no way I'm getting this movie. It's like, I'm supposed to be singing all pop songs. And I just sang like a 65 year old jazz, black, like j- black jazz musician, musician, yeah. musician, musician. <laughs> No, I, I think singing auditions are are probably the worst auditions that you like. I've done a couple of them. You did just, one recently. I did one for. Uh, they had that show. I, I guess it was canceled, but it was like about a wedding band or something like that on TBS or mm. something like that. And so they they called me up and they said, "Come in and do the thing. You're going to audition for the drummer." And uh, and I was like, "Okay, great, awesome." Uh, and I read the script. That's ah, pretty funny script. And like, uh, okay, but you have to sing. And I was like, "Oh fuck, you got to be kidding me." And so uh, uh, they said, "The song everyone is preparing is Ario Speedwagon." Uh, I'm going to keep on loving you. Yeah. I'm going to keep on loving you. I was like, oh, okay. Fuck, you got to be kidding me. Really? And they're like, yeah, yeah, everyone's <laughs> doing it. I was like, oh, fuck. Okay. And so I, I, you know, I download the song or whatever, and I like start saying, I'm like, God, it's really high. This song's like really fucking high, and I'm like trying to do it. And then I'm like, I get, I prepare the whole thing. My wife's like, What the fuck are you doing? I was like, I'm singing this Arios. I gotta go sing this fucking song. So I drive over there, and you know, as you're driving over to the audition, I'm singing in the car to the yeah. song. And I try to, 
and I and I'm like, it's okay, it's a comedy thing. I'll be a comedy guy. I'm a comedy. They know me as a comedy guy, right? Yeah. And so I walk in the door, and it's just like you said. It's like. 25 really good looking dudes yeah. all of them brought their own guitars with them <laughs> long hair and I sit down in the waiting room and you can hear through the wall yeah. you know and these guys are fucking laying it down like mm-hmm. just romantically singing and I'm like oh my god I was gonna comedy sing and here we go I got this thing going on and uh, I was I got so fucking worked up and rattled and I went in and I did the read and I just blew, I just fucked the read. Like, because in my head, I'm like, God, I gotta sing, I gotta yeah, sing, gotta I gotta sing. sing. And I yeah. totally fucked up the read. And I finished the read, and the guy goes, Okay, thank you very much. And I was like, Oh, I'm sorry, did you, am I supposed to sing? And he goes, Oh, no, no, the drummer doesn't sing. The drummer doesn't sing. <laughs> and I was like, Fucking shit. Cause they, my agent apparently forgot to tell me that part. It's always, oh, it's the in the drummer details. didn't sing. And so yeah. I fucking totally. But that, really you know, is. singing auditions are, uh, I always think of that Chris Klein. Uh, video yes, that went that's around. That's the biggest nightmare of like you give it your gu- your all, and but I, then that's the thing. I feel so bad the for that guy. Released of yeah. you being because uh, all that guy was doing was doing what we do. It's yeah. like you go in there and you fucking expose yourself and you look like an asshole. That was a mean release. It was yes, such a mean, was a mean release because that guy was he, just doing uh, what he had to do. Nice dick, that guy. Oh yeah, he's got a big. Yeah, nice I know. Dick. I know that. Got, I've seen his dick. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He went uh, where? Like personally? Uh, yeah, personally. At okay. Twenty four hour fitness in Omaha, Nebraska. He's from Omaha. He went to uh, uh, my high school. Okay. He, he uh, they was Alexander, your high school the election high school? No, but he okay. uh, Alexander Payne was scouting our high school. Okay. Uh, for when election. he was when right. when he was about to shoot election, and he's a few years older than me, so he was just like a legend. It was like maybe I'll get spotted in the hallway like Chris Klein did, yeah. right? And then do American Pie and be a fucking superhero, yeah. right? And uh, so then it's a few years. It's I've, I'm already out in L.A. and I come back and I'm visiting my dad. And my dad was in like a, a health kick, the only health kick he's ever been in his whole life. And he's like, "Let's go lift weights, <laughs> twenty four hour fitness, baby, and clean." And I'm like, "Really?" And he's like, "No, just girls." And so we go and uh, and we're like done working out. We're uh, in the or no, we're just getting there. Regardless, Chris Klein's in the uh, the. Uh, I'm all ears, dude. The room. Already famous, Chris Klein. Already famous, Chris okay. Klein, butt naked, toweling off his thigh. Okay, and and I just am staring at him because I'm like, okay. holy shit, that is Chris Klein, the famous American Pie actor who went to my high school, who I like thought was the man because he went to my high school and right. was spotted, and I'm just staring at him, and my dad goes. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, and he goes, he goes, Jesus Christ, you moved to California and come back up. And I'm like, I'm like, no, he's famous. He's like, I don't care who he is. Quit looking at him. At shaved him. dick? Does he have a shaved dick? Shaved muff? I don't remember how shaved oh, his muff was. Don't lie to me. Don't you lie uh, to me. But I remember some some slack. I remember okay. there being some slack okay. there. Okay. okay. Do, you, yeah. do you shave your dick? I buzz, I buzz my uh, my dick area. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Although so how- I have shaved my balls before, the worst. Bad idea. You, you nick every time because it's wrinkly. You nick, and then all of a sudden you you have uh, just open gaping wounds. Ugh. They don't look good. They look very herpes esque. Yeah, throw some Botox in that shit, man. Right? Throw yeah. some Botox in that shit. I did. Brain. I did that for this uh, for the web series that we shot. I was totally. Yeah. I w- I didn't have to be totally hairless, but my torso, legs, and head were hairless, and so I just had a muff. And I was like, oh, I'll just fucking shave it. And I and I, I didn't. I, it was so easy to shave everything else mm-hmm. that I so 
like cavalierly started with the nuts. Nonchalantly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and just and caught it and bled. Oh, and oh bled yeah. Myself. Oh, God. What are you going to do? I don't get involved in that. Yeah. Long, stringy muff hair. So, wait, so uh, Chris Klein, big dick, you say? Or nice dick? I don't know. Uh, from what I can remember, and it's, it's probably soft. been nine years ago now, in December... And uh, <laughs> <laughs> December twelfth. Yeah, uh, I remember there being some slack. I remember like looking at him and then being like, "Damn, Chris Klein has got a pretty hangy dick." Yeah, he might have just gotten out of the shower though, yeah. and that sure, uh, yeah, you, you know, okay. might have had a little extra. Yeah, uh, uh, Pitch Perfect was uh, you got a lot of accolades on that. You're very funny in that movie. Yeah, it was a uh, way bigger of a movie than I thought. I was like, thought. "Oh, this will be," and I it thought it could be like. The most fun I've ever yeah. had in my life. Yeah. It was so much fun. And, like, the chicks were way hot. And so, like, we got to, like... Where'd you shoot we, it? We just went to the coolest parties because it, we're rolling with a pack of, like, ten hot babes. Right, right, yeah. right. Um, a Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. But uh, I wasn't in that much of the movie, but I had to be there the whole time because they had these big, oh, like, your character song and dance numbers right, that right, I had right. to be there for. Right. Yeah. Yeah, my character leaves halfway through the movie, so I'm not in yeah. that much of the movie. But I had to be there for these big performances that they had to schedule weeks apart from each other. So I'm there for almost three months. Right. And Twiddling your thumbs, waiting to yeah, see. Yeah, and I just, I got like a, it was like an awesome like universal movie where they gave us all like, I got like $100 per diem a day. Yeah. yeah and so I'm just like, I'm good. I just went to New Orleans like 15 times. I gained 30 pounds, three <laughs> oh, while shooting the movie. Because I beignets. just just eating beignets and oysters, <laughs> I, and uh, and just chugging beers. And uh, truly, throughout the movie, I there's a like an was it EKG or E EPK EPK yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, which is like where they just the interview the cast. Press kit. Yep. Yeah, they yep. interview the cast mm-hmm. about um, you know the movie interviews. And yeah, yeah, and it's, they did it the very last thing of like right before we're about to get on a plane, we had to go in the early in the morning and, and do this thing. And I am so bloated and fat looking. It's insane. My head is so just gigantic. And if you actually watch the movie and you're only watching for my head fat, you notice that my head will like <laughs> they shoot the the scenes so out of order on movies, you know. And it's like one scene, my head's gigantic, and the next scene, I've got like a really skinny face, and then like two <laughs> scenes later, I have a gigantic. Did anyone say that the director's like oh, Adam? No, everybody was so down, well. The character was written as a fatter guy. There okay. was like fat jokes about him okay. in the script. Because oh, you're the Rebel Wilson. Uh, yeah, me and the, Rebel yeah, yeah, okay. had a thing, and yeah. I'm supposed to be like kind of a bigger guy. Yeah. And then I got cast, and they took all those jokes out. Didn't tell me. Mm. So I'm going into the movie already thinking. I gotta load up. Yeah, I'm. You gotta I gotta. I gotta <laughs> do my first real piece of acting work and <laughs> right. gain as much weight as possible. Because De Niro sure. would do that. Yeah, and oh, so yeah. when I went down there, it was just it was game over. I was I was going for it. What's your fattest scene? If I if I'm if I'm looking for this, is there one that really stands out? Mm, I am pretty fat. Uh, the the scene I'm the fattest in. There's not a real close up on me because it's a dance number, and luckily they just sort of pan by my fat head with right, the fat right. rolls. Is that in the pool or what's the uh, one? It, or pretty fat the there. Also pretty okay. fat there. Like it's in, was, uh, the pool is like the sing off. Yeah. Right. Okay. Got you. Okay, I was yeah. uh, the fattest one when I'm telling the guys to go, and I'm gonna. I'm I'm like. Uh, Oh, John Mayer just called me. Actually, his assistant's assistant called me, and I'm going to bounce and go to L.A. and fuck everyone, basically, is what, <laughs> with the scene. And I was just 
drunk <laughs> of like from the night before and just fat headed and just was like <laughs> just it was a mess and um this scene turned out uh, funny but i was just like you if you watch that scene just looking for my fat head you're like oh he is a bloated fat monster <laughs> i'm so excited yeah <laughs> i i you know i've seen it i don't i don't i didn't recognize it's a, a shift it's in your weight, but now if I it's a subtle if I it's look the, again, it's a subtle thing. But it's a at the when I came back, my buddies like I came back and had the most Hollywood thing like because I just got done doing a movie, flew back, did some award. It was like the game show awards or like yeah. but not the game video game awards, yeah, Spike's yeah. video game awards or whatever. And I land, uh, have a car pick me up, take me directly there, walk like a red carpet. The fattest I've ever been, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> bursting out of your yeah, and clothes. it was like the most Hollywood because uh, this is just me like bragging and being like it's cool to be celebrity, but like uh, uh, we're there and the Black Keys are playing and they're my favorite band. Yeah, I love yeah, the Black Keys, yeah. and um, uh, I'm like I heard that they liked Workaholics, so like as soon as they got off stage, I darted like to the side of the stage and stood there, and they came down. Yeah. yeah, and like oh, hopefully they noticed me, and they come and walk down, and they go, "Holy shit, the Workaholics guys!" And they're like rock stars. They're like, "Let's party!" Uh-huh. And then I partied with them, and then I'm like, <laughs> "This is my life now." I party. You know, doesn't my head exploded? It's not a normal thing at all anymore. From but, fat yeah. exploded. Yeah. Well. I had my fat experience came in college when I my first weight gain in college. Yeah, I remember my sophomore year, a dude, an alumni came back and I was taking a piss in the in the bathroom at the jug. Yeah, and he said, "Are you are you Steve Lemmy's brother?" (laughs) And I was like, "No, no, I'm Steve Lemmy." He's like, "Oh man, because your face got so fat." (laughs) That that was that was how I learned I was fat. And then you told me a couple like the following year. Right, you commented you get a little how, ass bread. Yeah, you get a little ass bread back then. And what I've what I've realized, you know, it's like when you gain weight, I have I have now realized that like uh, like everybody gains it in a certain spot. Mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a fat ass guy. Okay. When I gain weight, I I get, gain it in my in face, the face and, too. and yeah, my yeah. ass. Yeah, 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 yeah. Face and ass though. Yeah, I, I just stay constant. I have a gigantic ass as well, and it's hard. And we're the same guy. We are. You guys are really uh, the same guy. My head gets really huge, and but then when I lose weight, that's the first place that it goes too. So like, yeah. Immediate, like if I lose like five or ten <laughs> pounds just because I'm like I uh, decided to eat salads for two weeks instead yeah. of my normal like five thousand calorie yeah. like meals that I just devour. Yeah, because uh, I should be John Goodman huge. I should be like a, a big ass dude, but I refuse to get that big. I like will go like I'm gonna eat salads for two weeks, and my head will shrink, and I just get compliments right away. And that will make me. And a lot of people that'll make them go harder. That'll make me go like, man, I've already done it. Oh yeah, yeah. I've already gotten yeah. the compliments. I'm a skinny guy again. Yeah. I can go back to just devouring sure. Sure. churros. Yeah. I can eat whatever I want. Yeah, this, a, this body doesn't get fat. Yeah, fuck you. I'm guys. a skinny guy again. <laughs> <laughs> I just stay there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 other people will know you also from Modern Family, right? You yeah. do a lot of Modern Family. You're the Manny. I am. That's. It's weird that. Uh, That's how my wife know knows you. Yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, the the Manny, <laughs> on Modern so Family. Funny. I was like, yeah. Uh, my girlfriend's parents uh, do not watch Workaholics, right? Like they know me from Pitch Perfect, but I was like a dick in Pitch Perfect. Sure. So like, oh, this guy's kind of an asshole. And then uh, they've seen like a few episodes of the first episode they saw of uh, uh, Workaholics was uh, of uh, my girlfriend. She wasn't my girlfriend at this time, and I had given her, like, season one DVD to be like, here, check this out. <laughs> you know, like a total douchebag. Then she's like, um, 
uh, she was on Pitch Perfect with me, and like uh, she's an actress, and she uh, went back to uh, to Sacramento where she's from for Thanksgiving, and I decided to stay in Louisiana and be a drunk maniac. And uh, she's like, "Hey, what episode should I watch? What episode are you in the most?" And I, I was like, "I was like, oh, I'm like maybe my biggest episode of uh, of that season was where I'm a bodybuilder." And I wanted her to see me like in a speedo, you know, yeah. and uh, and so I'm like uh, smart, uh, that smart. one. But like in that one, like I'm banging an older woman played by Laura Keitlinger, like with a chindo, a chin dildo attached to my face, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm a sore, and like I'm just a f- deviant. Right. And she that she decides that that's the going to be the episode. Oh she goes, God. Hey, parents, I really kind of like this guy. Here, watch this, and then she watched that, and then her parents just were like, "Ew, no, we hate this guy. <laughs> Who is this guy?" So now that uh, uh, Pitch Perfect is out, or excuse me, that Modern, uh, Modern Family, Family is out, uh, she's kind of like, um, you've, you've, her you've parents rehabbed. are fans, fans. They're on board now. Yeah. Rehab yourself. Yeah. How many episodes did you do? I've done three, okay, and two have aired, and uh, the other one's getting aired soon. But uh, they they seem to be pretty happy with it, and they're gonna. They said they're gonna keep riding them, and that's great. And uh, they really work really around cool your schedule. And, yeah, or, they really work around my schedule, yeah. which is super nice of them. And and they're um, how is that show different from your show? What's In the making weird, of it, um, you know what I mean, it's. It's a. Uh, it's like more as an like actor, a, as a as a comedian or whatever. Oh well, it's much easier because I don't worry about anything. It's like these are the jokes they want sure. me to do. I'll do them, yeah. and then if no like, improvising or anything like that, a little bit. But I mean, it's not like because um, your show you do a lot of improvising. Yes, yeah. it's a yeah. ton of it. But yeah. uh, uh, but it's with the guys that I trust that, that like, with. and I'm yeah. comfortable like yeah. derailing what they're gonna do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like you have to be comfortable when you're improvising with someone, knowing that like you have to be confident. In like, if I'm improving with Blake and he derails what I'm doing, I have to be confident knowing that like, oh, this is a funny road we're about to go down. We should yeah. get on it and go. And you but guys like, were very really good at. I mean, being a witness to that. I mean, you guys were very good. And it sounds pussyish, but the yes and of it. Yeah. Like if someone goes in a certain direction, there was never a hesitation. You guys would go with that guy, yeah, yeah. which I thought was cool. Yeah, thanks. But yeah. like on a, on a Modern Family set, it's like Sofia Vergara, like barely speaks english right so if i'm in a scene with her and i start improvising she's like i don't know you know it's like she isn't it, it's right it just derails the scene and the way they shoot it is makes it hard as well to improvise uh because they shoot it sort of like a little stage play mm-hmm. and with cameras set up everywhere and they don't like come in for coverage and like right. have new setups There's they since it's a documentary yeah. style yeah. they will like their camera ops are so good they'll just punch in yeah, for like right. the parts that they know they want to hit in in a close up. Right. Um so it's a little different in that respect but uh, I had a few scenes with Sarah Highland and it's just me and her and I know her yeah. just from like uh, being around. Yeah. I you know, we've been at parties together and stuff. So like uh I was more comfortable with her just like going like okay, let's improvise let's a little. Yeah. yeah. You do you take something away from that show to your show? I mean have you learned something and seeing or do you not? Does it not uh, translate? It doesn't translate all that much, but it is really cool to see how quickly they shoot. Yeah, yeah. like we like our show's more cinematic yeah. uh, a little bit since we're like always out on location and mm-hmm. like we try to do like some really cool like crane shots and like we try to make it as like a little movie every week yep. as much as we can. You know, but it's good you still run two cameras and mm-hmm. you know that helps you go quick. More yeah. Quickly, uh, yeah, but they like literally will start. 
at the 7 a.m. regular start time yeah, uh, and be done a lot of times like by lunch <laughs> and like we'll be done by like two or three for the day. And right. like with the day that I uh, – a couple of Mondays ago, they like sort of worked around my schedule because they're just cool as fuck and they uh, – did all of my scenes on a Monday and it was 15 pages. Yeah. Right. Which is the episode. Sure. It's like, yeah. it's like the, the script was 35 pages. We did 15 on Monday and we were done in like nine hours. Jesus. It, we didn't even do a full day's worth of work. And like on workaholics, you do like seven pages and it's like a full 12 hours, like busting yeah. our ass to get it done. Yeah. So like that, it was like really cool it's to see efficient. how quickly yeah, yeah. and efficient everyone yeah. works. And like, and the thing about their scripts, they're so t- they're tight as a drum, and yeah. like the way they talk are, is quicker and faster and funnier than like a lot of times we'll get jokes off like uh, you'll find the joke, we'll or, find or, the joke, yeah, or yeah. like you, the scene will be like, oh well, you, the scene's sort of there, and we'll still just you know you, you we punch it up as much as we can, but we're busy you know, acting on the show and producing the show that sometimes it does, it's not, the scene isn't quite there. As long as the story's there, that's fine. But yep. if the scene isn't there, we'll improv and find it on the day. Sure, We're in Modern yeah. Family. It's so, right. they're so good no, at no, just right. writing jokes and, and <laughs> right. know, yeah, they're right. they're on top of it. And so. I'm sure like a lot of times you'll find your gems in the editing room also. Yeah, they sometimes. They're just more. Yes. And they know where they're, yeah, yeah they're, they're a real machine. But we like, um, yeah, a lot of times you'll find like just a weird look, or like somebody yeah. will have a coughing attack, yeah. <laughs> and like that's funny in the edit bay of like yeah. just the realism of you're trying to have a real thing, and somebody goes like, oh, "Excuse me," <laughs> you know, and like that ends up being like a funny the thing joke, that yeah, we yeah. just. Oh yeah, we often use stuff that happens before before the slate, before the slate. The slate yeah, whatever it yeah. is, you know. That's re- that, that, that stuff's really cool. Plus, we're used to we're used to drawing blood from a stone, like from the independent film days where we didn't have any footage. We would find. Yeah. Anything we we oh, could. Oh yeah, yeah. Katie, it's, how how? I just want to check. Where are we? How are we? Uh, one fifty. Holy. Are you serious? Jesus. Okay. Okay. Wait. Let me ask. Uh, in work. Before we before we break up here, before we go away, I want to f- ask about this movie though that you guys are. Do it. So you guys are putting together a movie for you guys to star in, direct, and da da. Not the workaholics characters, but something totally different. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you got to set up. Kind of with Scott uh, producer Scott Rudin and mm-hmm. Rogan. You guys are what? Where are you now on it? You're writing uh, it. Evan Goldberg. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're like the third draft on it right now, and we're just sort of waiting for notes. Yeah. Um, is that ultimately what like you guys a, want to do? You want to move into movies, or is it just mixing it up? Yeah, I mean, I would like to do what Seth Rogan is doing right now. Like, yeah, he's he's really killing it. He's like, uh, he's making movies that. I want to see in like yeah. movies that uh, absolutely, yeah. you know, and he's like really churning them out. It's yeah. crazy the amount that he's he's doing. Right, uh, he just got done with uh, the World's End, yeah, and he's already shooting his next movie, and uh, he'll be done in like a few weeks at that, and then it'll be post, and then he's doing a, uh, a like a uh, uh, like a cartoon, uh-huh. like uh, a huge, animated, thing. yeah, animated yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, movie. So uh, it would be cool. To, to do something and like what something like like what you guys do just yeah. at that at that level and yeah. um yeah just so that's that's kind of the the goal for us and and sticking together is, is in a perfect world I would like to stick together for as long as we can because yeah. I think we work really well together yeah and then end up being like a it'll be my starring vehicle 
Yeah. You know, or sure. Blake's or Durs's and then like I you know, if on on my movie I would love it if they were the producers on my movie because I totally trust them to yeah. to have you know, my back. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's the the, the that's dream. That's the dream scenario. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Do you have you found um any surprising groups of fans that are are fans of you? Like for you know, for for us like cops were the obvious one, the military was was uh was one that we didn't yeah. anticipate. I think TSA uh, TSA agents. Oh yeah, that, yeah. Are they uh... Yeah, that's pretty weird. <laughs> it's cool. I never never get any issues anymore. Yeah. Uh yeah, cops. I've I, I've been pulled over. I got pulled over going ninety five on the one hundred and one. Uh, and the cop, one cop, is like, "Jesus, you know how fast you're fucking going?" And he's like talking to me, and I'm like, uh, I, "Yes, I did. <laughs> I deserve this ticket." And uh, other cop comes around on the side, and he goes, "Holy shit!" I'm like, "Hey, man!" And then he goes to his like cop buddy, and they go back into the car, and then they come back out like a minute later. And it's like, "It's a warning." Uh, don't be speeding, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I'm like, wow, that was awesome. And then I didn't really know because I didn't say anything. But then like maybe four or five months later, I was at a Starbucks and there's a, a Italian restaurant right next door and packed with cops. And uh, I'm at the Starbucks <laughs> and a cop walks in and goes, hey, I need to talk to you. And I'm like, oh, my God, do I have like weed in my car? Like what's happening? <laughs> and I go out and the cop's like, here, come and follow me in this uh, restaurant. I'm like, what? And I go in and there's like, 30 cops in there and they're like Adam and I'm like hey and then the one cop stands up and points at his face he's like you remember me and I'm like oh my god you're the guy that got me out of that ticket he's like bet your ass I did and then one cop goes you're never gonna get pulled over in the valley again everybody laughs and I was like this is the best I love this it's a get out of jail Um, free card man uh, but yeah it's mostly like uh, I mean that's cool and like I I mean, cops are just like I have a couple buddies that are cops that that are like, "You're a cop? How are you?" That's why I, yeah. r- that's why your uh, super troopers resonated so hard because everybody has like one buddy that's a cop that's that a you're cop, like, yeah. "Fucking <laughs> Eric's a cop." Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah you yeah. know. Um, that's funny. Yeah. So, but I think like the smart people are the people like the really people that I'm like. Oh, what? You're like a doctor. Like I went to a doctor's uh, <laughs> and this one doctor's younger doctor was just like freaking out. I was like, oh, hey, hey. And I'm like, you're a doctor, dude. Yeah. yeah. You should be way above me and my yeah, show. We shouldn't be talking to each other. Well, that's what it is. Also, we meet there. It's like, and so obviously you're my doctor and you get fucking stoned. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's yeah. how you know. Or like uh, you know. Mitch Hurwitz, who created Arrested Development, like somebody I like look up to. I think it's super funny. Sure, yeah. Uh, like after season one, contacted us and was like, I am a big fan. I'd like to help in any way. And we're like, would you like to write an episode? And he's like, oh, no. That's real work. I don't want to do that. <laughs> and uh, and so we ended up uh, uh, putting him on as a um, – uh, like gave him a little guest star, uh, yeah. and and he was really funny in it, and it did such a great job. And then he like threw us a bone with uh, Arrested Development and gave us a little cameo in the in the Netflix. Nice. Oh yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. But yeah, to people like that, it was like yeah, weird. Yeah, I mean yeah. he's a comedy guy, but like uh, Alan Ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He likes our show. Yeah, he's like a what is he like True Blood guy? Yeah, yeah, right? mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And we're like. The True Blood guy likes. It's weird. <laughs> That's what it's we, cool. It's flattering, but it's just strange. We yeah. saw an interview with Kevin Spacey, where he they were like, "What's a a film that you love that people would be really surprised that that you like?" And he's like, 
Honestly, super troopers. <laughs> <laughs> and like the head That's of his production cool. company was next to him. That was a good like, impression, too. I nailed it. Yeah. I nailed it, bro. Super thrilled it, bro. Yeah. But his, his, his pro- producing partner, I guess, was like, are you serious? And he's like, yeah, it's a really good movie. He's like, shut up. And he's like, I'm fucking serious. I, love that. <laughs> I like that they had an argument they over did it. On, yeah. You can see it's on YouTube, right? That's funny. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to ask him to be in Super Troopers, too. <laughs> you should. He's like, oh, yeah. fuck you. Yeah. yeah. $3 million. Yeah. No, no, but 30 we... $30 million. Yeah. A couple of guys made contact with him, and he was like... No, I know. I know. They saw they him at a party. Send yeah. me the script. Yeah. That good. is so cool. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Well, awesome, man. I think I think that wraps it up for us. Let's chew our way out. Let's chew it. Thanks, guys. Uh, thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. Boy, we, we really went through it all, didn't we, man? Yeah, we, we straight up talked to each other. We we I have it up. a 5.30 a.m. call tomorrow. Too. Oh, fuck. Sorry, dude. Is that why? Because uh, your manager's assistant was like, uh, how long are you going to keep him? Yeah. Dickie. Dickie, Dickie is his name. Yeah. And I was her like, name. It's a oh, it's a her? Yeah. Oh, okay. Is that an email? <laughs> D- she's Dickie, Lady email Dickie. Too. Yeah, she said, uh, how long? And I said, about an hour. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, no, it's cool. I actually had another five uh, a.m. You're fucking in charge. What are you talking about? Why are you gonna go to five a.m.? It has to be all day. It has uh, to be all. And day. the sun goes down at four thirty. Yeah, and it's the winter. But you're yeah. in charge. I know, man. If I would love to do night shoots every, I would love that. Just to just or just get what you can during the day, man. Show up at like nine. I know it'd do be cool to do. like just be Frank Sinatra and yeah. be like, I work from. That's what ten like, to five. Mm-hmm. That's then, what like Sandler still does. You know, he'll go in like ten o'clock. That would really be the dream come true. <laughs> yeah. Sandler level. Yeah. Or spend a little money on those uh like the lights that you know look like sun. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Just that's a, a great little, idea. Yeah. A little money. Yeah. Fuck ah. it. God, you have to give it five I'm sorry. You have to give it five o'clock. That's yeah. a bummer. It's tough. It's a oh, tough it's life. A, it's a success. Yeah, it's a tough life. life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. yeah. yeah. Ooh, oh, boo, poor guy. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, poor guy. Yeah. The biggest TV show. Fucking. All right. Let's chew our way That's out of here. Say. Oh, Adam. Good chewing. What do you got now? What are you chewing now? Mm, this is some delicious creamed corn. Mm. I like creamed corn. Seaweed. I got seaweed. Wasabi seaweed. Mm. Mm, that's good. You'd oh, love that shit. A little more crunchy. You mock it. Kevin hates sushi. He hates all sushi. I do. We talked about it a little bit on the set about how that was the next question. Is like, do you like sushi? I was like, no. I'm eating sushi right now. I'm eating seaweed. Mm. Mm. I've got like a nice uh, tuna jalapeno from Katsuya. Mm. I like that shit. <laughs> yeah, that is good. <laughs> it's getting sexual in here. Mm. Fuck. Okay. All right. Thank you, Adam, for Thank joining you. us. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for having me. Oh my god. It happened. It was so fun. Uh, yeah. That's hot. Now leaving nerdist.com.